Cool. Why explain it for the audience? Because we'll just we'll just have you do the run up here because I have you on for a reason. It'd be easiest if you go ahead and explain it. Am I not on again? Guys, can you so hear this me? Is an up- I can hear you. Yes. Yes. Can, can you, you hear, hear me? me? <laughs> Hang on. Guys in the chat room, let me know if you can hear me or not. we're live <sighs> we got zero people watching thirty seven people are watching now is anyone out there audio is good okay can you guys hear Tim Okay, there you are. Tim, I think you're coming in and out. I hear you now. No, I don't. What? Log back in. I'm going to take you you off. Yeah, hang on. We can... uh, We'll wait for Tim. Great, do it, great. All right, Tim, can you hear me? Loud and clear. Now we can. All right, you are coming in and out. I, I You're out now, and I'll hear you bits and pieces. So check your wiring. Still can't hear him. Okay, I can. I am connected. I had a little audio there. I can hear I can hear some background now. Say something, Tim. I'm coming in. Yeah, can you now Yeah, you're can you hear me all right now? Something. All right. I, okay. Yeah, Tim, you let we're, we're, let's cancel this. Okay. You're you're this is too much painful right now. So, uh let's do this some other time and um dub, double check your audio. If you could come back in later, Check your wires, all right. right? I can't even hear. <laughs> oh, fuck. Aaron, why are you angry all the time? Why are you angry, Aaron? Why don't you relax? Jesus fucking Christ. I Dan Lennon for 357. Well, I'm going to put to my fucking head today. It's it's nine. It's fucking nine. I was in a good mood, man. I was in a good mood. Had coffee, ready to go, banged out two asshole consulting videos. Here we are, Dan Lennon, 357. Interested in investing in Smith & Wesson? Yeah, damn right I am. Now I am today. God fucking Christ. <laughs> Every fucking day. 
I understand why people just go and fuck off in the middle of nowhere. I get the hermit thing now. I understand the samurai who sits on top of the mountain in Japan where no one goes visits him and he just sits there and he cuts his bonsai tree. I get it now. I finally get it. Uh, where do we want to start? Let's do this because uh, this is all making the news. <clears throat> Warner Media investigating Ellen DeGeneres show for workplace mis- misconduct. Right off, they're, they're so, it's not what the news is. It's what the news is about. That's the news. News follows a BuzzFeed story. Oh, really? BuzzFeed? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I wonder how many old journalism, brown journalism awards they get. Alleging inappropriate comments. <laughs> and a culture of fear at the show. Look, I'm no big fan of Ellen DeGeneres. Okay. But at the same time, I, she's never done anything to me and she makes a lot of money and go good for her and go make a lot of money. But Ellen DeGeneres is, I'm going to point out to you leftists again, she's no right winger. Could be secretly libertarian, but she ain't no Trump supporter, I'm presuming. And she's certainly for minority rights. Does it show you? It shows you that nobody's safe. No one's safe. They'll come after you. And you know what? I'm going to believe Ellen DeGeneres. I'm going to believe her over a fucking BuzzFeed story and a bunch of inappropriate comments. Is that what ends shows now? Inappropriate comments. This is what ends businesses now, huh? This is what ends TV shows, businesses, closes down factories. Inappropriate comments. Oh, the fucking snowflake generation is here. This is revenge of the snowflake generation and a culture of fear at the show. <clears throat> Warner Media has initiated an investigation of alleged workplace misconduct, misconduct on the set of the Ellen DeGeneres show, sources confirmed by the, to the Hollywood Reporter. The decision followed the publication of a story, a dubious story from a dubious source, BuzzFeed, BuzzFeed that detailed accusations of racism. Oh, of course, of course, an unjust termination from an overall toxic work culture on July 16th. Warner Brothers and Telepictures declined to comment. The BuzzFeed story reported on former employees' allegations of inappropriate comments, retribution for bringing up concerns about problematic language. You leftists brought this on yourselves. You created a bunch of professional victims who will actually file complaints because of problematic language. And... Remember Facebook, how they got sued by their own diversity and inclusion director for uh, not diversity and discrimination? Uh, receiving pushback for taking time off work to attend funerals or take medical leave and a culture of fear on the show. In a statement from executive producer Ed Glavin, Mary Connolly, and Ad Lasner to BuzzFeed upon the publication of this article, the producer said over the course of nearly two decades, really? Really? Two, she's been on that long? Two decades, 3,000 episodes, and employing over 1,000 staff members. We have strived to create an open, safe, and inclusive work. About, well, where'd that get you? Where did all of Target's dick-sucking get them? Torch Target's. You can't you you can't have nice things, people. And you know what's great about this? All you ladies that like, this is your show. The View and Ellen DeGeneres and all that. All right, now, now it's taken away. Now you get to pay. You voted Democrat all this time. You outsource your kids to Marxist fucking teachers. You, anything, oh my God, and nothing's too good for my little child. 
Now it's come to bite you in the ass. Now you don't get nice things. You don't get the Ellen DeGeneres show. <clears throat> Did they do anything wrong? Probably not. Is Ellen DeGeneres a bigot of any kind? No. But hey, you created such fragile snowflakes that normal days nor or simple standards is now considered ism, toxic work, blah, blah, blah. You created a you created a world of girls, little fragile girls, crybabies. And now you don't get your girls show. <clears throat> Two decades. 3,000 episodes. Wow. You know, and, and do they get like a little bit of like, ah, they screwed up here this one time. Of the 1,000 people that were employed, someone's going to screw up. 1,000 people over 365 days a year, 365,000 days. Someone might have a, a social faux pas. Someone might be in a bad mood and say something they shouldn't. Oh, no, we can't forget. We got to stop the presses, everyone. This is, you know how much this is cost? You want to know what? It's going to have a direct, this is, I wrote an article about this yesterday. The incredible economic cost of political censorship. This is what it is. Like, stop the presses. That meant <clears throat> there's been a change. It, hang on, I'm losing my voice. Hang on. There's been a change in the news. What we're printing right now is wrong. It, it, not morally wrong. It's factually wrong. So we got to stop the presses, take all that out, reset the print, and then run a new batch. Hot off the presses. Do you know what a process it was to stop the presses? Pull out all the paper, restack all the paper, throw away all the paper you just printed off. Rewrite the stories, start pr printing again. That's how they're going to destroy this economy, unconsciously or not. They're going to stop the presses. Anytime there's a we get a little bit of a, a little momentum going, stop the presses. I, I had problematic language. The slightest grain of sand is going to get up. All the United States economy is is a big vagina. That's all you little pussies are. You're just a big fucking vagina. And get one little, not even sand, just a speck of dust in it. Oh, I got dust in my vagina. Shut everything down. Do an investigation. My feelings were hurt. Everyone's the the southern uh, <clears throat> debutante in the antebellum time with their fainting couch and the case of bipolars and the, 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 the case of problematic language. I need my fainting couch. Stop the presses. All the world be on hold. I have, I have taken an offense to my honor. Fuck you. Cappy, really? Are you leaving the United States? Yeah. More evidence proven to it. How the fuck you get on with your day? How the fuck is there supposed to be a GDP? How the fuck are you supposed to have an economy? Who's supposed to pay taxes? Would, it, would we just print off money? Dude, I mean, there's, there's the supply side of dollars that cause hyperinflation. You know what also causes hyperinflation? When there ain't no fucking shit in the shelves. When some fragile vag got a speck of dust in her vagina, files a complaint, shuts down an entire show, and lays off a thousand people or furloughs them. Now, this is this is the Ellen DeGeneres show. It's not mission critical to our lives. But what about a factory? What about your food supply? What about, I don't know, anything? The, the electric company, some 
fucking professional snowflake victim Karen comes in there with her degree in whatever, some ethnic studies where everything's racist. Oh, my God. And the CEO, he says to shut it down. All of a sudden, the electrical grid goes down. Like, why? Because Fraj Vag happened to be offended when there was no offense and she's just trained to be offended. Or he, or it. <clears throat> From a good mood to zero, in, in literally a couple minutes. We are truly heartbroken and sorry to learn that every that even one person in our production family has had a negative experience. It's not who we are and who we strive to be. It's not the mission Ellen has set for us. I believe you guys. I believe you. But let me guess. What percentage of you on the Ellen DeGeneres show vote left all the time? And propagate this, this victimhood mentality. The fr it's so it's so rich. Dr. Frankenstein is shocked that the Frankenstein monster is attacking him. These dumbass liberals came in, these liberal intellectuals. Noam Chomsky was one of them, some other fuckwits. Oh, we should be against cancel culture. Don't do it. Why? You program them. Oh, my God. Did you know the NPC robots that we program to go and complain and be professional victims and dox and cancel culture? Can you believe that they're being professional victims, cancel culturing and doxing people? Wow. The, can you believe the minorities that we told them that they're oppressed and discriminated against and it's the evil, rich white man's fault? Can you imagine that they're rioting and protesting now and burning shit down? Guys, stop that. No, don't do that. Well, what did you program them to do? I mean, it, it, and those are your intellectual. Those are the smart. That's, that's, what's his name? He even said it. Uh, uh, the one you, he still, you still have some of his come on your face. Uh, Barack Obama. He kind of, whoa, you know, you should have protect the freedom of speech. What did you think was going to happen, Barry? Added for the record, the day-to-day -day responsibility of the Ellen Show is completely on us. We take all this very seriously and realize, as many in the world are learning, that we need to do better, are committed to do better, and will do better. Maybe you just had a grade-A psychopathic quanta, ha, ha The Ellen DeGeneres Show has been a daytime talk staple since its debut in 2003. I'm, I'm not for daytime talk shows, especially as they lean towards the ladies. But why does the rest of the nation of... of Women who who watch this show and enjoy it, why do they have to suffer with what? What are you, what's wrong with you people? Your fragile feelings are more valuable than the millions of women that are entertained by them. Who knows? A couple of guys probably watch it too. What? And 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 what I what I get a kick out is how corporations just kowtow it to it. You, you shut down the presses. This is like some drunkard, some bum coming off the street. I, I witnessed a murder. Shut down the presses. A bum over here witnessed a murder. That's even too, that's almost actually newsworthy though. This is a woman coming in off the street. I was offended. Someone called me a name. Oh, shut down the presses. No, no. Were you feeling hurt? What happened? Oh, really? You got proof? Oh, you don't have proof. This is all hearsay, huh? Oh, problematic language. What, he didn't use your nouns you wanted that day? So we better shut down the whole fucking economy? You want to talk about privilege? There's privilege.
The whole economy, or at least this company, will shut down because you accuse, you don't have proof. You accuse people. I, I really want to know what this, what this research comes up with. Was this something similar with the guy in NASCAR where the noose ended up just being a way you tied the, so you could grab onto it in the garage door? And you all don't think it's sexy, but these, not even micro, they're, they're bigger than micro, especially if you're a show like this or a NASCAR race. These small, petty things really take their toll on economic growth. They really slow down economic growth. But, oh, what's GDP? We'll just turn up more money. Broke a window, fellas. See, all those FBI agents that had to go and investigate the garage of that guy in NASCAR, that was extra money they were spending that wouldn't have been spent. So then there's the multiplier effect. Where'd they get the money? Oh, the magic money machine? No, they took it from other people, didn't they? Yeah. So that money would have been spent anyway, right? So you didn't do jack. All we did was piss away money because otherwise people could have spent that money on boats and cars and ice cream and wiener dogs and taking their kids to the zoo and all this other fun. No, no, no. We have to wipe the little spoiled pampered asses of today's professional victim snowflakes. 2003. 17th. Season garnered 171 daytime Emmy Award nominations and 61. I guess Emmys aren't that big of a deal. I guess Emmys aren't aren't all that. Uh, has 2.5 million daily viewers. Well, well, you 2.5 million daily viewers, did you uh, did you vote left? Did you vote for this? There you go. There you go. Let's get to the super chats. <coughs> Aaron, why do you drink? Here's why. Rahul uh, Chat Chatterjee for four uh, Indian rupees relax. I I I. But come on, man. How how the fuck do I relax? Oh, the world's just going to shit, and you know, this isn't going to work, and that's not going to work. It, what I got to do is I got to stop thinking. There's pastries behind the glass, or there's a stripper behind the glass. I got to realize there is only glass and not to get excited about the potential of what I might be able to fucking do if everybody gets their fucking act together and the nerds in Silicon Valley program a fucking interface or, or, or the people who manufacture these things, it actually works. <clears throat> it's the ultimate tease. Hey, here's products and here's the system and this is how it should work. Really? Well, then why the fuck doesn't it? Don't put it out there if it's not going to work. Don't put the red-headed, big-titted stripper in front of me, but then put a glass wall in front of me. Don't put all the pastries in front of me, but I can't get to it because of the glass. Aaron, don't get angry. It's just not there. Why am I seeing it then? Talk about a Herculean stoic mind to like not, oh no, that's not there. Not to have any effect about what potentially could happen. TJ Aftershock, two bucks. It'll be all right, Kathy. Just get a management MBA. <laughs> Adriano Ramos for two Australian dollars. Built your new house with some Mexicans? <laughs> Not yet. I don't know. We, we might have some uh, Mexicans in there. 
No, the build. I got my builder. My complaint is not about my current builder. It's about the two previous ones that played the fuck around, dick around game. I don't know. Maybe there was. They went out in the forest. They drilled holes in trees and fucked trees. I have no idea what they did. Uh, but maybe the uh, Mexicans will contribute to the great Cappy household. Uh, Jericho flowers for five bucks. Uh, women force simps to marry them, or they will not sleep or with or stop giving them the peace leave. Oh, I see. Meanwhile, she gave it out for free for first night with Chad's. Yeah. <clears throat> I don't know what that has to do with today's topics. Daniel way, 10 bucks. When the cowboy bebop fan fiction, when's the cowboy bebop fan fiction dropping who me? I'm sure they have fan fiction already, right? They're coming out with a real life version of it. Kevin McComber, two bucks. Have you checked out Nick Fuentes? No, I haven't. I got so much shit to do. I got to try to do at least two podcasts a day. I wrote a monster article yesterday. First one in a couple months. <clears throat> I got to do asshole consulting. I got to rehearse my presentation. I got to, I had to do some construction work. Wait, can you guys see it? Oh, you can't. It's like directly online. I don't know. Hang on. You see that little blue? No. Uh, that blue line there, that blue line with the white line, that's a blue board that I'm going to throw behind me so I can film my online uh, class I'm going to be doing on minimalism and be charging an arm and leg. Because then you can be calm like me. Calm, damn it, calm. You can be a stoic like me in control of your rage and anger. <laughs> Such a hypocrite sometimes. All this philosophy and stoicism and minimalism and relax. And then it's like, fuck. It's just what could be. It's just like, it's so close, guys. It's so close. And then it's just, just the, it's not dumb. It's just, can I get some fucking, not even just everybody do what you say you're going to do. Okay. So the whole fucking, we can get cars with thousands of moving parts to work most of the time, all the time. Can the world of IT just get its shit together? Can I wake up and like, okay, yeah, okay, sweetheart, get the fuck out of here so I can get my work done. Can I go to the restaurant and like, I might have, oh, well, you have to you have to order online. We do curbside. Can, can the world just get its community? No, I know it can't. And this is the argument as to why I'm going to do Operation Evil because I am going to get my motherfucking revenge on these normies, conformies, and fears. I'm going to fuck them up. I'm going to rain down scorched earth motherfucker policy like Les Grossman. I am going to get my come up, I, not my come up as my vengeance. They are going to, they are, whether they're ignorant or aware of it, they have no idea, none. I am going to get back all the lost time and taxes I had to give or waste on these fucking idiots. I'm going to get it back and I'm going to get it back with interest and I'm not going to build some palatial estate. I'm just going to sit and chill the fuck out and claim fair. I'm going to get a flag and put it in the ground. <clears throat> not that I conquered that land. It's just like, yeah, I won flag in the ground flag of, of Cappy. I don't have time to check out Nick Fuentes. Nick Fuentes at a long time ago could have gotten me to tune in when I said, Nick, I'd like to run ads on your show. For a book because you appeal to the younger people. But like every right-wing dipshit out there, 
They only talk capitalism. They don't do capitalism because that takes effort. Bacon 550. Ah, good old Bacon 556. Hey, Atham, sorry, but gear, gear best can go F itself. Maybe you had to look finding S from them, but there are targeted things getting repaired. <laughs> bacon, why did you just text this to Atham? Why did you pay me 556 to pass Atham a, a message? Scott I just fuck it. Uh, did they, okay. I maybe Chad's right. Maybe I should just start doing pot. Maybe I should just uh, the fuck the Jesus Christ. I'm not surprised anymore anymore. Just watch it all burn. Scott Lude, get two bucks. Rahul, our Indian agent in the field for a hundred rupees. Cappy, can't you build your house on your own? Will be way cheaper than I no, no. Here, let let's uh well let's let's be honest here. It's like auto mechanics, okay? I've screwed things up on my motorcycles and cars, and it ends up costing more. Now, what's great about my cars and motorcycles is I have other cars and motorcycles. So if one's busted down because I screwed it up more, like I stripped a bolt or something, I'm not without transportation. And usually, it it, it you can figure it out because it's all metal. Like, you can't... You can screw it up, but you'll know when you've done it right. Okay, you're not threading the wrong bolt or or whatever like that. So when if as long as you do it right, it's fixed. All right. With a house or carpentry in general, there's a lot more skill uh, and art that goes along with it. So like mudding, something as simple as mudding and taping. There are people who are true artisans at that. And you could see the well, you can't see their craftsmanship because it's so flat, there's no shadows on it on the wall. You can tell when I've mud and taped a wall, you can tell because there's, there's imperfections and, and gaping flaws and, you know, a, a man running from his wife wouldn't notice, but you'll see it. You'll see it. And <clears throat> be it plumbing or electricity or whatever, I'd screw it up or I wouldn't do it as well. And I'm going to spend more time fixing my mistakes than here. You go do the house building thing. I go do the yell at the internet thing. And then not only is that going to roughly come out in the end, I'll probably come out ahead versus time, but the craftsmanship and quality and longevity of the work will be way more than what, what I will do or what I could do. And so, you know, it's like a dentist. Do you do your own dental work? No, that's a very high skill, obviously, very unique skill. But it's the same thing. Like, could I do my own dentist? Could I pull my own tooth? Yeah, probably. But let's not fuck around with infection and, and pulling out the wrong tooth and all this other stuff. Um, and in the olden days, yeah, there was a skill or a trade. Like you could guys would build their own house, <clears throat> but the houses were shit. I mean, I know everyone thinks, oh, the fifties were great in the, in the olden days. It's like, no, have you ever actually taken an old house apart, pulled out and you look at the wiring like, whoa, even I know this is fucked up or people do the plumbing wrong. Everything, nothing's to code. You're like, what a fucking, what are they doing? You have to redo the whole thing. I'll grant a, a tradesman today. Now, not all of them, of course. Uh, but they'll do it right. Or all those shows, you know, you watch the HGTV. Hey, Rahul, they got HGTV over in uh, India. 
where uh, all your all your ladies uh, they they watch rich people buy houses and we want that too. You're like we can't live down there. We don't have the money. Uh, a lot of you know they'll they'll tear it up and say, "Well, they did this wrong. We we'll have to redo it." Um. So yeah, I I just pay people to do certain things. 1985 NBC five bucks. Cappy agent in the field here. You'll have to explain the assembly line college educated girl dating profile. Cheers. The assembly line. Oh, like the standard one. Um, you know what? Adam and Chad sent me one. Where are we going here? No, that's not. Uh, here we go. I don't need that. 199 messages, guys. Really? <laughs> um, it's stereotypical, and Chad keeps supplying me. God, guys, how many messages did you do? Here we go. So this is just a standard one. I don't, I'm, I'm not streaming it. Yeah, I'm not streaming it to keep her anonymous. But this is from Bubble. Trump supporters, Nazis, and misogynists need not apply. If you're not in a curvy, soft, healthy female bodies, move along. All right, it's a fat chick. She's only got a front picture right there. Uh, graduate degree, dogs, socially responsible, having and don't want more, have and don't want more kids. So she's a single mom, liberal and a voter. It's, well, I'll tell you a story. I'll tell you two stories because I was going to talk about this anyway. I was having my coffee yesterday. I got up. It was a nice morning. I made some coffee. And uh, to calm down, calm down, go have coffee. I sit out back and I watch the fucking sheep get in their fucking sheep mobiles and drive to the sheep factory. And they just sit there, bah, bah. <clears throat> so down in the parking lot, an old beat up Subaru pulls up. And out gets a fat middle-aged woman. And out of the apartment building comes another fat middle-aged woman. And already my brain, I'm not bragging, I'm just telling you how it is. It's already Sherlock Holmes. Now, a lot of it is I'm incredibly biased. I only see the bad in the world. But I'm always fucking right. I, I You know, if there were like super hot chicks and cool guys, now I will not, like this morning when I ran off to get my coffee, there's a chiseled dude running early in the morning. I'm like, all right, I noticed that. That's that's a good thing. But <clears throat> I can I can only see the sociological evolution of society unfold in front of me. And this is just yet another data point. And so this gal, I mean, it's stereotype. It's a stereotype. Fat middle-aged broad gets out of this old, rusty 90s Subaru. And she's given, and they got their masks on outside, of course. And she's giving the equally overweight, equally middle-aged woman something. And their conversation was off an assembly line. The conversation had zero intelligence to it. It was utterly predictable. And if you looked at these people said, Frank, Bob, Amy, all of you come up with the standard conversation they're about to have. And that's what ended up transpiring. They were talking about dog rescue. They were talking about where you could get quality masks 
what else? There was some so stereotypical. There was the dog rescue where you could get masks. Um, oh, what was it? Was it Trader Joe's about buying something? It didn't matter. And it's not memorable because it's all background. It's all robots. It's like you go to a Detroit factory and you see the robot do the robot arm, do the welding, you know, <clears throat> and it'll do that all the time. And say, hey, Aaron, remember that one time the robot just did that one particular movement? No, I don't because it just blurs in because it's not unique. But it was so stereotypical. They were having their standard Karen conversation. Oh, I think it was something against Trump. (laughs) Something against Trump. I I think that's what it was. But it doesn't matter because, once again, not one intelligent thing was said that came off the assembly line. This morning, when I went past the really ripped dude who was running, oh, okay, good for him. I go to the coffee store and I'm waiting for my coffee. And there's two fat Karens again. Fat, at least 80 pounds each over at fat, not overweight, <clears throat> not extra curse, fat. And it didn't connect right away because I was still still too early in the morning. And I'm looking down at their feet and shoes, shoes. What are what are some shoes? Shoes. Mm. I need my coffee. I need my caffeine. Shoes. Shoes, coffee, caffeine. Dental plan. Lisa needs braces. Dental plan. Lisa needs braces. <laughs> That's the level I was at. Over <laughs> Dental plan. Lisa needs braces. <laughs> and I didn't make the connection until. The lady yells out, double, trick, whip, triple, karma, sugar, frappuccino, latte. And these two fat broads grab it. And then I saw it. They were workout shoes and they were in workout attire. These fat broads were going for their walk. And instead of losing the fucking weight, they're just going to pound down cups full of sugar. Two, two each. I looked at it, I could see I could see the chocolate and the and then the whipped cream on top of one of them. Because you you know, people are getting outside walking. I'm like, why is there so many fat people walking? And I used to have the policy, hey, don't pick on that's the hardest part. I've seen a lot of back in the olden days around Lake of the Isles, Lake Calhoun, Lake Harry, and any of you Minneapolitans out there <laughs> still left. You'd see overweight people running. I'd never pick on them. Because that's the hardest part. And they're actually going out there running. That's the most pain. That's the highest amount of pain they're going to go through. But now it's just, it, it's it's masturbation. It's bullshit. It's a, oh, I'm just going to go for, we're walking. We're healthy. And for a little treat, and by little, I mean a gallon of fucking caramel whipped cream chocolate chip latte. These two fat sows, got, they're like, this is our treat. We're healthy. Healthy at any size. And our, Now, they're not college-educated girl profile, but they're an assembly line. They're an assembly line. They're sheep. I I don't care that they have brains. You're not going to have an intelligent conversation with them. They, they, might, they just might as well be robots. Might as well walk off a cliff. What, what's going to be the cost to society? Really, what? You're fat and overweight, so even if you guys do have husbands or boyfriends, they're miserable. 
<clears throat> you're going to die early, so whatever grandchildren you may or may not have, uh, you can't be possibly happy with yourself. You're living vicariously having like sugary drinks and you make believe you go through this farce. And where, where's the where's the humanity? There's no soul. There's no intellect there. There's no sentience. You're just a robot adhering to, to your biological impulses with no control, no delayed gratification, no 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 will, no no self-discipline. So why, how are you different than, than, than this penny? What's the difference? There's no difference. Oh, I know it walks, it talks, it speaks, it drives. But it, it walks and talks and speaks and drives the way it's programmed to do. And it never takes its own command. The ladies down out over there were just, it, it's just regurgitating. It was like reciting the Nicene Creed. You just, nobody, if you, are, if you don't know what the Nicene Creed is, maybe you're not Christian. But everyone has this in every religion. You go to your place of worship. There probably is going to be a sermon. The pastor is going to have some kind of, but that's 15 minutes. All right. But then there's a bunch of foreplay in front where you sing hymns, the same damn hymns you sang all the time. They recite some scripture. They do the bibbidi bobbidi bobbidi boo. There's a little bit more uh, procedural stuff in the Catholic church or mass. Uh, but then uh, Christians, I don't know if it's Catholics, the same thing. <clears throat> you recite the Nicene Creed which is just basically a testament of what Christians believe, which is good. It makes sense if you ever paid the fuck attention to it. As kids, and I'm certain as adults, I haven't been to church in ages, when you don't know what you're, not, you don't know what you're saying, the holy and apostolic church. What is an, a seven-year-old knows what apostolic means? Seven-year-old could pronounce apostolic. I did. I don't know what, apost I don't know what apostolic means today. Does it mean apostle related? I have no idea. But that's that's the level of it. Robots, robots. And the irony, the hypocrisy, college educated, yet more brainwashed than ever before. Less intelligence, less critical thinking and independent thought. Totally not human. <clears throat> so I don't know. The college educated girl, daddy, probably, Chad sends me them all the time. Of course, they're a little bit old. He sends me the ones where they're in their 30s and 40s, you know, late 30s, early 40s, and children someday. <laughs> that's his favorite. But yeah, I mean, what? Show me one that's unique. I think the criticism, the commentary that can be made about your assembly line college edu uh, educated girl dating profile is that show me the one that's rare. Don't show me the C of, of, regular ones that I could, I could script. I mean, okay. Liberal arts degree. There will be some political commentary, not necessarily about Trump, but it's either going to be used as a screening, like swipe left. If you like Trump, that'd be a little bit more of the extreme. Um, but, uh, environmentalism is very important to me. Social justice. It, there's going to be a, a virtue statement. So it'll either be as a screening tactic against men, like if you're a conservative, or <clears throat> it's very important to me that I take your money and give it to other people so I could feel good about myself. And that's why I care so much more than you. There'll be some kind of religious statement, just like, well, I'm Christian, I'm looking at it, but they'll go, well, I'm a socialist, I'm a leftist, I'm a feminist, something, something along those lines. The political statement will be there. There will be a standard, boring hobby, like dog rescue, but it could also be like wine, 
there will always be the standard fun things. I I like to travel. Travel will always be the, or something stupid. I like to eat and travel. Again, that penny has more intelligence and uniqueness. Uh, there will also now this depends. There will be some kind of either explicit statement or indication that you are not. The no, she, they're not looking for a guy. Their career comes first, or if they have a kid, the kid, the kid comes. Guarantee you, guarantee, my kid comes first, and my kid is my life. Whatever that that that's a given. But there'll be like my career, something or other. Da 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 da. There will be a an indication of that. And then I don't know. I haven't looked at dating profiles. Uh, it and just it's not going to be anything. You're like, oh wow. And of course, if she's overweight, the picture will be this. Uh, they will lie about their physique. If they have a good physique, they will show it off. And if they're showing it off and they got a good physique, it's probably a bot or a Russian or a hacker. <laughs> I don't know why you guys are on, on dating profiles, but okay. Big looks they help. So there you go. Explain the assembly line college educated girl dating profile. It's just common. Just think of the most boring person that is mass produced. And there you go. And, and I don't know. And I guess to make hay out of, you know, or to make lemonade out of lemons here, because it, it's learn not to waste your time on that. Just don't waste your time. Dan Lennon, 556. I'm upgrading my caliber. Please give hope. I think Biden's going to win. I, I think Biden's going to win too. We want give hope. I don't give hope. That's Obama's department. See how great he worked out for the black community? See all what that hope did for them? They're like practically uh, at Asian standards of living right now, right? They closed the life expectancy gap. Health is good. Crime's down. Remember what hope did for the black community, right? I guess Obama was the ultimate dick tease for the black community, wasn't he? I could see it like, well, hey, we got a black guy, or you know, at least half. He's a Democrat. He's a, all right. Yeah. Wait, wasn't he also Southside Chicago? Yeah, he was a Southside Chicago guy. Look how great Southside Chicago is now. No hope. Omen Crimson, five bucks. <clears throat> if one knows about lesbians and the rate they commit domestic abuse, these allegations against Ellen Degenerate are not surprising. I don't, I don't see Ellen Degenerate, uh, Degenerate, Degeneris. I'm not against her. Uh, Ellen DeGeneres, I, I don't, what's more, what, what, Ellen's going to start abusing her employees? I don't see that. What's more likely? Ellen is, is starting to abuse her employees or somewhere within that matrix, someone's abusing employees, or it's just a bunch of professional victim snowflakes that don't want to get their money. Which one is it? Is that it? No, no, we got more. Hang on. <clears throat> Oh, hang on. Hang on. There we go. Bacon for 223. I hate them that effing much. That's effing wine. <laughs> I still don't know what you're talking about, Bacon. E.L. Griffin, two bucks. Your article you posted yesterday was good. Yeah, I used to do that more often. Before the podcast and bandwidth became more common, uh, I could write really good posts. I also would be working at, at banks or security, 
and neither of them had you know well security is just supposed to sit on your ass but banks they say oh we got it we got it like okay let me know when you're ready to go okay we will and then you just sit there for months on end so i'd have time to write really good stuff um the article i wrote was really good guys take a look captaincapitalism.blogspot.com i think it's the well, it's the only recent post that that's an article, not a link to something else. MGTOW's ghost, it's MGTOW ghost's son, five bucks. I'm not realizing after looking at people that the world is always mostly people who don't want to be accountable and responsible. It's very sad. Yeah, I've been really noticing, um, and I hate, I hate to keep going back to the fat people, but it says so much about a society. Imagine, I, I know I always say to do the Walmart thing. Don't just look at the pretty people which there's very few look at everyone. But what I'm, what you really ought to try to do now is imagine you are from Japan or some Asian country or any country where food is not so abundant, you know, or the culture just doesn't engage in obesity. And just imagine you're a svelte dude from Tokyo. Okay. Or you're a svelte girl from Osaka. And if you were to sit and, and this is where I saw it. I was at a at a, a restaurant about a week ago, and I'm looking at this table, and it was it was like Wally, like the fat people in Wally. Look, it's disgusting. They're disgusting. They're fat. The the true epitome of gluttony. They're just they're loud, and I could see as as uh, I don't want to say a demure, but a reserved, traditionally more conservative. Uh, Asian culture. You'd look at that and you, of course you'd have a, a negative opinion about Americans, of course. But then when you look around, you go out, it's like, is everyone fucking fat? Like, God fucking Christ. And forget about how I want to see pretty people. Like, I don't want my eyes raped. It's more like, wow, it is such a damning testimony as to just what a bunch of lazy, worthless motherfuckers we are. That we're just a bunch of gluttonous, pigging out, throwing up orgy type of Roman. At least the Romans had orgies. We don't. <laughs> I know some people do. But this is, it's just a shame. It's a sh America should be ashamed. And so, yeah, I mean, forget that everyone's on welfare and no one wants to work and I'm, <clears throat> it's all vanity and all that. But the, the one that you could see the most, and, and I'm just seeing it more and more now, because not only are there more people fat, people are getting fatter. Like they're, the, these two gals were shot. Well, not, they weren't 300 pounds, but I think that what, what just goaded me was that they dare even put on walking shoes and, and walking, you know, hiking attire and like they're doing exercise. I guess I guess that's what really angers me. I, I have more respect for the welfare bum who just wants to collect his welfare check, sit on his porch, drink a beer, and watch the day go by. All right. <clears throat> he or she is not claiming to be anything more than a bum. But when you have uh these psychopaths who collect welfare just the same, but it's masked as a government job, a welfare jobs program, so they can have ego on top of it. And then Lord and lecture, like Ocasio-Cortez, that's all her career's ever been is government grants. Oh, I'm sorry. She worked as a bartender for six months. Uh, but your social workers, your teachers, your pre-K, your guidance counselors, the, 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 the whole gambit of uh, nonprofit types of 
you know, busy bodies. It's like ladies, predominantly ladies, I'm sure. A, just collect your fucking check and shut the fuck up and stay the fuck up. No, they can't. They can't. They got to go and get in front of it. And this was the same hypocrisy. It's like, look, if you're going to be fat and disgusting, enjoy being fat and disgusting. Okay. When I eat pizza, I enjoy the pizza. If I'm going to go have a drink, I go enjoy the drink. Okay. I don't guilt trip myself over it. Go do that. But these gals, the delude themselves that we're healthy at any age, any, oh, that. It's clown world. It is. It's clown world. Like, okay, fine. Be fat. Go. I just cheap food, America, bread basket of the world. I got it. Look, convenience. You can get all the infused corn syrup into everything. Go be fat. Don't you dare show me fat chicks in lingerie. Don't you dare. Nope. No, don't you dare do that. Do not tell me. Do not continue now the delusion that now you're beautiful. You could still be beautiful too. No. They are mutually exclusive. You cannot be fat or go and good looking. Does not happen. Does not happen. But you can't be fat and healthy. That's the other. That's the biggest. Uh, we're healthy. We're working out. Okay. Alrighty then. CO for five bucks. Thanks for all the donation, guys. This is money doesn't cure problems, but it helps. All the proceeds by which go to the septic tank fund. <laughs> CO for five bucks. Help. I just went $120,000 in debt for a master's degree in underwater yodeling. <laughs> uh, you helped me in my life by telling what my parents did. No problem, CO. Glad to help you out. Glad to help you out. Hey, look, it's a win-win for everybody. Look, everyone's like, you know, like, are you, like for example, the black man's got out of poverty or worthless. Well, any one of my books, I make money off of it too. You know, you know, don't think, oh, Mister Cappy here's Mister Nice Guy. I did it out of the kindness and charity of my good heart. I am a mean, evil, libertarian Republican motherfucker who hates children and nuns. Uh, you know, but uh, yeah, it's it's there as much as I want to do Operation Evil, there is a market for truth, and there is a way for everybody to benefit. Where it's like, hey, don't major in stupid shit. By the way, that'll be twelve dollars and ninety five cents. And I think saving that person a quarter million dollars in worthless degree, student loan debt, and them a lifetime of misery and failure as a liberal arts grad, and then instead become an accountant, engineer, or whatever. I think that's worth twelve dollars and ninety five cents, and they're better off, and I'm better off, and everybody's happy. <clears throat> and then we all get fat and we go down to the coffee store. We do our, I want to know how long they were walking. Like, did they do a quarter mile walk? We did. And we did our power walk. We walked really fast. We did our power walk, power walking woman. Look out. Here she comes. And see that that's, that means we did power. And, and that guy, I read somewhere, they say that if you power walk, you burn 20% more calories of energy. Mm -hmm. That's why I'm going to have my 10 gallon quadruple cappuccino iced latte with chocolate and caramel sauce. <laughs> 18, uh, 1985 NBC, five bucks. So a hefty woman with purple hair and tattoos. <laughs> Of course. <laughs> of course. Get out of a Subaru the other day. 
Uh, bumper sticker on it read, my other vehicle is my imagination. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the other vehicle is my imagination. Yes, ex- you, you can make it up. It's not that you can't make it up. It's that you can make it up. That these people are so utterly predictable means they're not people. They're not humans. You know, I had a, I had a, a Dre uh, paid me to do an original video. And in his request, he talked about how he took the black man's got out of poverty, tried to give it to a couple of friends. He's black, by the way, in case he didn't, in case he didn't know Dre's black. Uh, and he has some black friends and he's like, here, try. and they said I was racist because I didn't go through the, I don't know what it's like to be black and all that. And you got to really realize that they're not humans. I'm not saying blacks aren't here. I'm talking they're NPCs. There's no brain there. He just gave you a book called The Black Man's Guide Out of Poverty. It is designed and intended to help you get out of poverty, but it's racist because a white guy wrote it. And I liken it to you go to the doctor. The doctor tells you that you got, uh, I don't know, you got, um, I'm trying to think of a a non-threatening disease, but something that has to be cured. You got uh, the gout. And because he's a white doctor, an Asian doctor, you yell at him, calling him racist because he's not black and he doesn't know what it's like to go through. It's like, what what is your physical health? And your financial health have to do with your race at this point in time. <laughs> like, and what is the, the race or gender or any other trait of the doctor or your financial advisor have to do with math or biology? And then, but my point is, as pointing out to 1985, that woman with the purple hair and the tattoos is an NPC. The black guy that blames anybody who's not black for trying to help him as racist because you didn't walk my path is an NPC. There's no talking. There's no intelligence. There's no thought. There's no human to talk to there. You know, the girl that comes back from college and starts lecturing her father who's paying for her college about the evils of capitalism while she has an iPhone and goes and protests. <clears throat> you're not going to, there's no, again, go talk to the log in the street. Uh, wait, did I skip one? No, I did. Robert Flores for five bucks. Here's a way to make yourself feel better. Imagine all the women who ever turned you down where, in fact, lesbians retroactive ego refloating. What? <clears throat> Imagine all the women who ever turned you down were, in fact, lesbians retroactive ego refloating. I don't get it, Rob. I don't get it. I remember, well, I don't remember all the girls that shot me. We're literally talking thousands, literally. You don't get to date hundreds of women by not getting shot down thousands of times. I literally got shot down. And I, I can't imagine them. It just is a blur. Uh, it's a blur. I know some gals, like, obviously I went to school with, you know, like you remember their names. Uh, but that, that, uh, that went that way. <sighs> Oh, I saw Milwaukee. Hey, Adam, see you. You're in Milwaukee. Uh, say hi to all the people in Milwaukee for me. <clears throat> Go to Menominee Falls, where Ernie Von Schladorn used to be. Rahul, our Indian agent in the field, for 200 rupees. Why are houses in U.S. made of wood instead of concrete masonry? 
curious to know that for the amount of money that a house costs in the U.S. using a perishable island like wood makes little sense. Um, <clears throat> I think concrete is more expensive. And you got to understand, Americans don't stay in their houses for more than like seven years. Um, and there's also a lot of America's very mobile, or at least it used to be. So you don't know if you're going to be there forever. Now I know, and I don't know the, the, the construction techniques don't use concrete. They have everything like an assembly line. Uh, I'll, I'll give you an example of what I'm talking about. <clears throat> Out in South Dakota, there's not that many builders because there's not that many people. So houses are actually significantly more expensive than they are in the Twin Cities, and they take longer to build. And the reason why is they're not building tracks and entire real estate, you know, suburbanite developments. They'll build a house, maybe two at a time. Whereas in the Twin Cities, it's big enough, it's large enough major metro area that they will develop entire developments with sometimes 50 to 100 houses all at the same time. Now, they won't build 50 at a time. They'll get the financing for six. And what they'll do is like an assembly line. In comes the digging equipment. They dig six holes in the ground. In comes the... Uh, the infrastructure guys and they'll lay pipe and wire and then in comes the concrete guys and they'll do it and they go bam 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 so the prices end up being the same maybe a little bit more expensive in south dakota but it only takes three months to build a full big house and i'm talking a big house not a mansion maybe but your standard mcmansion type of house they could bang it out in three months and it's all tight. It's all high quality because it's the same guys going through doing the same thing. They they gain an, an efficiency and they improve and hone their craft. They know all the <clears throat> the tweaks and eccentricities of, oh, yeah, we got to do this wiring a little different when we did it on the first house. So it's more of the uh, factory assembly line so they can bang them out quicker and relatively cheaper. Uh Mason house, a concrete house. I don't know that maybe it is cheaper material wise, but the processes that go into building wood homes is already established there and been totally streamlined. So you'd have to maybe have 10 years or 20 years of everyone building concrete houses. Also, they <clears throat> that's what they're doing now is like in some of the inner ring suburbs, they'll tear down some old houses and put one big one up. Uh, some of the old, small little houses. Uh, and then also, uh, Americans are terribly mobile. Um, they'll they'll have their starter home, then they get the McMansion, and then they downsize. So you never really stay in it that long. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I just That's just me guessing. Uh, using a perishable item like wood. Yeah, but the wood doesn't decay. It's always stuck behind... Um, it's stuck. There's like how's like uh, George Washington house is still around. Uh, a lot of these old colonial houses are still around. Would last a while. It'll last a while. But you don't want to like a perfect example is Philadelphia. There's a bunch of old colonial era houses. Yeah. The problem is they're stuck in Philly. Who the fuck wants to live there? So great. You got these old nice houses, but you want to move. All right, scroll back up here and make sure I didn't miss. Do I have to pull up the, did I miss it? 7.30, oh, God darn it. Um, 
Give me a sec here, guys. Just uh, why don't we all take a break? Sorry, I said I might miss some super chats. Let me let me pull up some here. Give me a second. Okay, I'll do M2 PG Force for two bucks. You didn't, you still didn't tell me how to get the girl stuff. You just go to the coffee store, power, join a power walking group. You know how you get the girls? You know how you really easily get the girls? Start dating fat chicks. There you go. And even they might have too much lip and attitude. <laughs> that was a very common sight in the 90s in the aughts where you'd be at a nightclub or a dance and you'd ask a girl. And there'd always be this fat chick that just had a fucking. Mother hen the hell out of you had to cock block you. That was so common. And they didn't act like you couldn't. It's like, and I, I'm sure back in the day we speculated as to why there was the mother hen. We know that the mother hen was jealous and she didn't want her hot friends getting the guys, but there must've been a symbiotic relationship. You know, like how birds, you always see birds sitting on top of rhinoceroses and they pick the, and the right, you say, oh, why is that rhino tolerating that bird? Aside from the fact it's a rhino, it doesn't have like the, arm flexibility to bat it, it it's kind of stuck with the bird well the birds eating insects and pests off the back of the of the rhino so it's a symbiotic both both of them kind of and then the bird gets a free ride at a very slow speed to wherever it may not want to go because the rhino is going to go the way it wants to go birds just like okay cool free ride free night rhinoceros ride um so there had knowing nature if we were to look at this as a national National Geographic special, the fat hen woman protects her hot female friends from any, I you know, eyeing masculine men who would like to bang. <clears throat> and so, she I don't know why, but I'm starting to speculate that these gals, they just got off on stringing men along. I think that's what it was. I think it really was like the the fat broad acted as a. Uh, as a uh, as a bouncer to the club of her hot girlfriend's uh, vagina. What's up? Hey, you shaved? Yeah, I know. Looks good. All right, so my audio's fine, right? You can hear me okay. I can hear you. Mm, yeah, there's a bit of a delay every now and then. A bit of a shock. Oh, How's mine? Yours is perfect, so I'm not too worried about it. So you got rid of your '70s porn mustache, huh? <laughs> Is that what it's called? I thought it I was, don't know. It wasn't that bad. Okay, why don't you just go star in a 1970s, 80s cop show? You know, mm -hmm. you could be like that. You could have a short sleeve shirt and a pocket protector, and then you, you'd be the lieutenant. You say, "Damn it, Johnson! I'd pay you to arrest people, not kill them. Bring them to jail, not the morgue." Yeah, you get those 80s cop shows. And then I get a buddy who keeps saying, "I'm getting too old for this shit." I'm gonna, uh, retirement's just a couple years away. 
Um, let me, were great films. They were great films. I love them. I love them. Uh, let me get through and make sure I didn't miss anything. Uh, Jericho, Dave Little, M2, if houses are made, how do I get the girls? Okay, good. I am caught up. I just want to make sure I didn't miss anyone. Uh, Cody uh, Audi. Code Audi. Cappy, what about religious girls who actually believe the faith and want to have kids and are actually feminine? See them in the Catholic Church. Uh, I, they're they're out there, but I'm very suspicious about uh, all the religion. I'm suspicious of, of all the religions except for like Hinduism, uh, the Orthodox Church, Greek Orthodox Church, or the the old Byzantium Church, and uh, Islam. Uh, the rest of them, in if it's a if it's in a Western country. The general Christian faiths have been totally cucked. I remember when I was a Lutheran, uh, it was, dude, <clears throat> Hitler was chummy. Hitler was a caring man uh, compared to a lot of these people. Now there's gay pastors and this and that. And, that, and, and that's fine if you want to have gay pastors. Again, I'm not, I'm not against that. But what you're finding is a, is a uh, they're not, they're, they're, if a girl says she's Christian, that's a negative now because they're usually using it as a substitute for genuine accomplishment and achievement. I saw this many years ago where I went, I started dating all these gals. I kept running into a hive of them. They'd be going to Christian college or they are graduating from Christian college. All fake, all fake. They'd fuck. And if they didn't fuck you, they'd fuck somebody else. If they weren't fucking you, they'd give you all the, well, Jesus, I can't, da, da, da. but then they go suck some other guy's dick. It's, if you can find a real legit quality traditional woman there. Cool. Uh, but I, you gotta, it's like any other gal, man, you're gonna have to date them at least three years before you find out that they're marriage material or not. Uh, so, you know, what about religious girls who actually believe the faith and want to have kids and are actually feminine? If that is all true and it's not a facade. Cool. Yeah, go ahead. Date them. Uh, but I have not seen that. But then again, I haven't gone to church a lot. What I do see at coming out of churches is a lot of feminism, a lot of politics, a lot of socialism, and maybe Jesus Christ is in there somewhere, fourth or fifth place. But not, not. Uh, it and it's used as a weapon. It's used as uh, a shield that. Well, I have to add here to it. You know what? It, guess what? It's like. Jack, what is a gal who claims to be Christian? It's falsely cute. They're using what do some women use Christianity or religion like? How do they use it? How do to they get, use <laughs> to make right for all the horrible deeds they've done in their youth? They no, they'll use it as a shield. Oh, yeah. Some against, women, yeah. yeah, okay, but women are they're identical, they use this identically. As some other women use identically as a shield. Mm -hmm. I'll give you a hint. It's so that the guy is not number one. The religion, Jesus is number one. Or Allah or whoever. Mm -hmm. Vishnu, yeah. whatever. Okay? So now the guy's immediately second fiddle. And if you honor that, you respect Like, well, she's religious. That's religion. Now you've already compromised it. Now, if you are of the same religion, that's okay. That's fine. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> or you don't mind playing second fiddle to some person up in the sky that doesn't exist. What group of women also have something? That Single, comes moms. First? Single moms. Single moms. It's the same thing. Now here's. The... 
what's in their heart of heart? Are they legitimate? Like, yeah, my son comes first. And I, and most guys be like, yeah, your son does come first, obviously. But most of them don't. I get no. this slimy, mm. distrusting feeling like, you're, yeah, I know your kid comes first. You're using that just to lord power over it. And it's the same fucking thing, quote unquote, big, huge quotes, uh, Christian girls do. When meantime, they're giving blowjobs and fucking yeah. in there, but they absolutely just like a single mom used as a child, faux Christian women use religion as, as the same kind of deflector or shield. Have I told you about the evangelical church experience I had? No, I, I'm kind of curious if it's the same thing over in, uh, in, <laughs> I love it. When John Steele said, John, John, St no, John, St yeah, aren't you in Scandinavia? Oh, Denmark. Yeah, Denmark. I'm like, <laughs> Uh, everybody, the Netherlands, yeah, right? Yeah, the Netherlands. Okay. Like everybody keeps making that mistake, and there will come a point where I'll just stop denying it. I'll say, "Oh, I'm on for free to nurse to do it today." Yeah, fine. Be the Swedish chef. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'll just go with it. But no, okay. So, like a while back, I mean, I don't even remember when this was. Relationship went wrong, broke up, and I was like, okay, I've been doing something wrong. And I've had a couple of friends who went to the evangelical church. I was like, you know what? I've got nothing to do on Sunday morning. I'll just go with you. Mm -hmm. And the evangelical church, I don't know if you've ever been, but it's it's it tries to be hip, cool, shady. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like Acoustic that. guitar and all uh, the yeah, bands. Not yeah, even okay. that. We have an entire band, like all the modern songs, but we put Jesus in it. I'm like, oh, oh great. Yeah. Yeah. There's always this one hot chick in church who pretends to be the, the sweet, innocent one. Mm -hmm. I swear to God, like the, the one Saturday I could go to McDonald's who's there at the parking lot at like 10 PM with the car crowd, the tuned cars, the fast and furious <laughs> crowd, that girl with right. all her girlfriends. And the next morning they're all in church. Now, what would have probably happened in those cars? I, I will tell you because I have dated my fair share of preacher's daughters, one of which uh, her father was also a very big to-do at a very large organization that was Christian. Mm. Oh, fucked in the head. Fucked in the head. Uh, she'd have sex on the altar. She just want to like get back at dad and she would fuck in the church in every different places. Yeah. Um, it's nice. yeah. Nice. Yeah. It was pretty fucking fun. It was, it How was you did that. Just, oh, uh, <laughs> nice. But, but, oh yeah. Went to Christian college and, and what was fucked up is she'd go, we'd pray at the altar or other things. <laughs> And then she, she, the next day she, she'd sober up and just start crying and beg for forgiveness. And I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm I forgive you. No, no, no. For God to Jesus to forgive. I'm like, I'm, I'm, like, look, I'm a preacher's kid and I know we're all fucked up, but you are a special <laughs> level of fucked up and I'm going to leave now before you cut my dick off. And, uh, yeah. Uh, oh God. and, and to, to, to speak to, uh, Kodawadi, <clears throat> Yeah, man. I mean, if they're if they're religious and they're sincere, good. But man, there's a big asterisk there based but, on my dating experiences. How do you know? Because okay, take the feminine part. Because yeah. most religious girls are feminine. I'll give them yeah. that. Mm -hmm. And they probably want to have kids, and they probably also believe in Jesus. But they can't 
they cannot deny their their software, their firmware, whatever Roland calls it. Like they have, they get the tingles for the bad guys. Right. You know what I mean? You know what I'm saying? See, we can tell you right now, like, what about those girls? Yeah, those girls probably fuck too. They get yeah. down on their knees. Like, it's over. Okay. <laughs> it's over. They're not there anymore, even if they're elite religious I, I don't really know how to suck dick by 19 i don't i don't care if they're virgins or not that's that's not i'm uh, the the rarity is whether these gals are actually traditional that's that's the rarity and yeah uh code you're just gonna have to date them for a while but don't get your hopes up i, I think that'd be the best thing you, you gotta judge everybody as an individual you have yeah, to you can't you can't is, so i mean and let's not be so cynical and, and quick to judge. What if this actually is a nice girl? I want Hello. code. Yeah. I want code to have a shot at that. You know why he, she might make him very happy. So, I mean, I always go on a date with a girl, you know, mm. but they'll, and especially nowadays that we have the red pill and we know uh, there's like education. We're raising awareness. <clears throat> I think mm -hmm. he's got, uh, he's not going in eyes wide shut. He knows what to look out for. But yeah, man, go date her a bit. Yeah, there's, there's you, you just there. give them enough rope to hang themselves with, and they mm -hmm. probably will. It's called time. They'll do it. <laughs> ben Jones, five bucks. Look up London Andrews on Instagram and see how many followers these plus size models get. Oh, God. I don't want I, to. I, I, I'm going to have to. What, London Andrews? Do we want to? Do I want to? I don't want to. I, I, well, that's how deep the thirst goes. I mean, it, we're all going to just be fat by the time we're, yeah, look at this. Jesus Christ. How many followers? <clears throat> 1.3 million. Hang on. Here's a question I got for um, Ben. Is it men or women followers? Oh, that's a good one. That's a good question. Um, hang on. I got my, you, you can't, you got to log. It's a phone app really is what it is. Let me yeah. take a look <clears throat> because that. I sorry to do the research now, but I wanna Oh, it's okay. No, I know. I know. God, I had so much energy this morning, uh, Jack. I was gonna go finish and do my presentation and get all and now I'm I'm just <laughs> What happened? <laughs> uh Tim, who's a regular on masculine geeks, was gonna come in. He had a really interesting point to make and we had technical difficulties. And it's very hard to get because he he threw me a curveball. And Tim, I, I want you to appreciate how much I'm doing to have you come on the show especially when we got to fix our and it worked like okay he's on i'm on let's go fucking tech troubles and it's like now and it it, it just reminds me as to what i'm not going to be able to achieve in life because every day there's going to be a problem all right what was the name of this gal london uh, andrews yeah london andrews london andrews Check her credit score. <laughs> London Andrews. Uh, okay. Um, 1.3 million followers. George, guy, guy. Don't know. Guy, oh, girl. God. Guy, 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 guy. Okay, never mind. Thanks, Ben. <sighs> Hope in humanity faded again. I've been wondering. I've been wondering. You can answer me this. You as an old wise man who works in this bonsai tree. Why shouldn't I just lay down in bed, buy three pints of Ben and Jerry's and all the white Snickers I can have? and just? I have, instead of drinking, I've been having a lot of ice cream. Oh, it's so good, isn't it? 
it's good, <laughs> but it doesn't kill the pain. It just feels no. a little bit good, and it just uh, – um, But now <clears throat> I will point out something about the men. What kind of men do you think follow a 350-pound lingerie model? Okay, I, I understand this argument, but I want to counter it. I do want to no, counter it. No, no, let's just, we'll take it one step at a time. Let's see if we can establish who's following a disgustingly fat model. Probably soy boys who are limp-wristed. Well, maybe, but what I saw were predominantly uh, our uh, uh, African-American brothers. Although I guess if she's in London, maybe it's globally. Black dudes and, and, and Middle Eastern dudes are following her. Well, they do like junk in the trunk. So. Well, I just want to do a public service announcements to all of our, our non-white brothers out there in the globe. You don't have to date the fat ones, okay? <laughs> it's okay to like skinny chicks. Now, if, if you like that, we have an ample surplus of supply of, of fat chicks that you guys could take off of our hands. It's on the menu. Yeah, it's on the menu. That is on the menu. Uh, thanks. All right. So what were you going to say? So, okay. We have the argument of um, that most men are limp-wristed soy boys. Mm. Probably. Now, I think I am somewhat of an authority on this. Not the authority, but a authority on a guy who works on himself. Like, right. I do my best. The return on investment when it comes to the opposite sex ain't that bloody high. Like, it's not that women who actually put effort towards themselves are now walking down my doorstep or are even showing interest. Like, it really has come down to the point like, hey, guys, uh, do whatever you like. Work on yourself in a way you like to do it because no one's going to pat you on the back. The whole traditional women thing is over. And to be honest, you said it before. I tend to believe right now that women really don't want a man anymore unless he's near and dear when they want it. And that's like every now and then in a full moon. Yeah, and, and you're still you still got your your net in that in that river there to catch that occasional fish. Um for for mo here, can you turn can you turn down your volume like on your headphones? I can hear not not your gain, but your headphones because hey. I can hear myself coming on. Yeah, better, I think. Yeah, I don't hear myself now. Uh, men and women, because I, I know women have been told they don't need men. Mm. And they believe that. And if they don't believe it, well, they're certainly acting on it. So it's moot what's in the hearts of women. Both sexes have now got to reorganize their lives to be insular, to be upon oneself where men have to find out a reason to live without women and women have to find out a reason to live without men. And they've had that scripted to them. It's your career and education and your politics. So go do that. Men also have had that scripted where your goal is your career, your politics and all that. But uh, since at least on this sphere, those who tune in are intellectual, uh, independent minded people, it's not going to be your job, your career. It's going to be something else, but you, you know, like the question, how do I get the girls uh, it, it's it's like stop asking that damn question and and people haven't uh but you get the girls by you know you can you can make up it, it takes effort and time and, and failure and rejection but the best way is the same thing uh as you pursue that insular world is just improve yourself and make your life count that is going to be the best thing for you to do because you're not you throwing yourself at women is not going to get them 
but you improving yourself. So when you throw yourself at women, they can actually see something of achievement and accomplishment that increases your chances. But in the very statistical likely chat, a chance they shoot you down, you still have a career, some hobbies, some interest, mm -hmm. your health, your, your philosophy. And I think, and that's what is going to be replacing women inevitably in, in the lives of men is intellectual philosophy. Mm -hmm. uh, but even in that, even no. in that, I'd just like to add, like, what do you get in return as in when you look for a life partner or whatever? Chances are very low that you will find a life partner equal to your level of self-improvement or even close to it. What I just mentioned, you take them out on a date and you give them enough rope to hang themselves with. Now, you could start by just asking them if they do physical activities. Like, do you like hiking, whatever? Mm. Like, Usually I get, oh, you go for a walk for an hour. I can last even 15 minutes, blah, 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 blah. You get this. Then how do you put that? They're not very interesting. Yeah, guy, it's not on the menu. Not on the menu. Well, I, I, think, I think that, can we, can we say that's the lesson of Cappy for 2020? Every year I got, you know, enjoy the decline was one. Don't major in stupid shit was another. Can we say in 2020, the, the uh, lesson of 2020 the epiphany of 2020 is it's not on the menu. It's not on the menu. It's not. It, it might be. And I'm saying, let's stop. I know that sounds MGTOW-esque. I'm not saying do that. If there's a gal out there, if there's a, a, a go ahead and do it like, you know, a code. If he, if that is a nice gal in, in the church and, and hopefully that works out, <clears throat> but it's one of managing expectations mm. and, and, and you, you may not have, were you chasing girls in the 90s? Were you not old enough in the 90s? Did you hit puberty in the 90s <laughs> no, or no? no. Okay. <laughs> you would torture yourself trying to act because you had to meet in person. You'd have to time things. It was like a mission impossible uh, setup. You're like, okay, we're going to have Barry, not Barry, um, uh, uh, Willie come in and, uh, uh, you know, uh, the other gal and, and Martin Lando. Come, and we're going to set this up and you'd intercept the girl like, oh, Trisha. Why? Hi. How's calculus class? You know, and you'd have, you don't have, no, don't eat. No, it, 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 it would drive you nuts. And now I'm just trying to save you that same amount of time. Just go do something, go do something else. Just don't waste your time. And above all, don't get your hopes up. Manage. You got only so much emotional energy, save it for your career, save it for the gym, save it for your buddies, save it for a work of art or your opus magnum, whatever that might be. But mm -hmm. do, you do not have time uh, to, to be even wasting time swiping on, on apps. I, I just don't see it. No, I agree. <laughs> I agree. All right. David little for nine bucks or 10 bucks. This compliance job sucks. 30 minute drive, 15 hour. I was so wrong and surrounded by way too much femininity, Cappy. I got to get out, bro. Job compliance. The compliance job sucks. 30-minute drive, 15 hours. I don't get well, – It does ring a bell. I thought, I thought he was working from home. Dave, I thought you were working from home and you didn't have to – well, get out then. I, I don't know, but it's it's a bad time to get out of a job because of the great and merciful Corona chan. Uh, but just they, – They're uh, going to expand the working from home here. In the That's so bad. That's just too yeah, bad. It's so bad. I had the best, best client today at around 10 to 5. So mm -hmm. just before I came on. And usually I get off at 5 and I was still calling with the client. And the client was like, oh, it's 5. You're off, aren't you? I'll call back tomorrow. I was like, you kidding me? 
you you <laughs> let me go she's like yeah man i don't care about that just call back tomorrow who cares enjoy your evening like yes. there it's are gonna happen people. there, there are, are there people. are still there's silver linings to all this uh anthony cma for two bucks it does I start Doors this week. Oh, good, Anthony. You signed up for Doors Coding School, D-O-R-S Coding School. Rodrigo put that together. Uh, he's a fellow Cappy Capite, and so he uh, he wanted to put that out there. I'll do the, the uh, advertisements later. <clears throat> Miguel Angel Casillas for two bucks. London Andrews got got to be what everyone aspires to. God, you know what? Nothing's going to stop it. If that gal's got 1.3 million followers and it's all guys, I mean, nothing's going to stop it. No, I knew nothing's going to. There's, there's fat chicks in there. Uh, I'm getting going down on the lingerie uh, stores. Fredericks of Hollywood is gone. Victoria's Secrets is gone. Yandy is gone. There was another one. The latest one, I think, is Lingerie Diva. That one's gone. They started getting fat chicks. There's, In other words, I refuse to do any shopping. I'm not buying my girlfriend lingerie. At any place that has plus size models, I just refuse to do it. And I, I think there's like now you're getting into obscure ones. Oh um, yeah, but it's it's coming. It's going to be a singularity. There will be conformance globally. And maybe because I asked you a while back, like why do you still get angry? And you told me I'm cheering for Team Human, but we have to realize that the norm has become so low. So right and. I mean, you wrote about it, Curse of the High IQ. Like, normal people have become, like, normal is obese right now. Obese is disgusting. Normal. normal is inferior. Yeah, it is. It really has become inferior. Yeah, and I'm not saying that to insult. I'm saying normal no. is inferior. No, because the market determines what is normal. And when you look at the market right now, it's all plus-size models. It's all this weird male, effeminate, metroality, whatever. Like, being unhealthy, lazy, fat, whatever is the new normal. Right. And, and I, we have see, to I live can't, with it. Yeah. And I can, and yeah. And so we have to accept that, that that is the new normal, but I no longer have to ch uh, cheer for team human. I'm cheering for team Co Corona, but the other one I'm cheering for is just team me. And that's why I still get frustrated because it, it's like, I can do all this stuff. If people do what they say, they're going to fucking do and they don't. And so it's like, I'm anchored you're limited, you know, eagles and turkey kind of thing. It's like, you can't soar with the eagles if you're surrounded by turkeys. Well, there's not enough fucking eagles to go around to have a functional economy or society. We got nothing but turkeys. We got retarded turkeys who walk in circles, who don't know anything. We got fat turkeys who can't even fly. Turkeys can fly, by the way. Most people don't know that they can fly. Yes, they can. turkeys can fly. Yes, almost hit one on my motorcycle. Yep. How do you think they get up in the trees? Turkeys I didn't even know fly. they could do that. Yes, they can. They can fly. They're not soaring up there with the Canadian geese going north for the summer, uh, but they can fly. They are airborne. They're not uh, ostriches or penguins. They can, they can fly. Really? I never but uh, yeah, no, it, it's, it's just a maddening. It is just a maddening thing when I try to do shit and, and I can't because it's dependent on other people and, and, and then no one does their job. And so, you know, this is why going forward, it, it's sad because not everyone can be a company of one. We can't all just be a company of one, though. I think it is going to push that way where we all become contractors, because I don't know if you were here for the previous segment, but <clears throat> one or maybe two gals are filing a suit or a complaint that has shut down one of the largest daytime talk shows here in the United States. Oh, so that one was going on with Ellen. 
that's what was going on with Ellen. Now there's no lawsuit or anything like that. There's just been a complaint. Um, where was I going with this? Uh, oh, so if, and that, uh, uh, what's it called? That show mm -hmm. takes a thousand people to get it off the ground for, ranging from <clears throat> your production people all the way up to management at Warner, uh, cable or whatever it's called. So there's a lot of people. So that's a very complex organized system. It takes one gal who's a fragile snowflake to be a, to shut that whole thing down so i think people are just you in soon large entities that require you know a score or more of people are not going to be functional in part because they're all going to be victimhood whiners and they mm -hmm. want to shut it down or people are just going to be incompetent and so you have a thousand links in this chain in the form of a thousand people you're only strong as the the weakest link and man there's a lot of styrofoam links being produced out there well, and you know what the funny part about, about this is? The mm. silver lining. What's the silver lining? Because It's the left eating its own. It is. It is. And that's good. Because I didn't like that show, even though I'm Dutch, but I do know of it. Yeah. It's and, horrible. And <laughs> it will send, it will be like government, where government, the official employees are nothing but affirmative action hires, where they fire, you know, they hire some bloated old black woman to be the head of that. Oh, but then they, is coming back. Yeah, she is coming back. Yes. <laughs> Apple but TV. They'll they'll hire someone uh based on the color of the skin and not the content of their character, which is racism. Uh and nothing will get done, but then they outsource all of the real work to contractors who actually got their shit together. So I think there is gonna be demand and, and essentially what's gonna happen is a lot of these corporations are gonna become just holding companies, like charity cases. Mm -hmm. Where they okay, we hire people. Oh, look, you get to play make believe real working adult, but then all the real work is outsourced to an independent third party or company. I've been and reading so about that concept in uh, economics in one lesson by uh, Henry. Henry, yeah, that's it. It's kind like, of the concept of a holding company. You know what a holding company is? You're probably gonna explain it to me. Well, Go there's ahead. the company, there's the operating company. You know, you make cars, yeah, and like yeah, like Ford. So, okay, someone crashes their Ford car and they decide to sue Ford. Well, you could sue Ford, but all the money goes to the holding company. The holding company um, could either own the property, plant, and equipment and leases it to Ford as an operating company. It could just be the owning company that holds it, and Ford is a separate legal entity that owns the physical assets but not the financial assets and all the money is recent. So it's a <clears throat> it's like a legal way to protect and I think a lot of corporations are going to end up becoming that where, you know, and we're talking Fortune 500 companies. Take Procter & Gamble. Procter hmm. & Gamble or Target. Let's use Target because Target cannot suck enough. Virtue signaling, minority diversity, woe is everyone dick. Okay. They're you going assume to become, they have a dick. Well, okay. <laughs> whatever. Crotch. Uh, Did you just assume their gender? Right. So now is Target, is, are they going to employ so many woke people who are now political risks that they're going to sue it? That Target that employs them will be the Target management company, but Target holding will be a completely separate entity. And if they need any real work done, they're going to outsource it to you know Bob's computer programming or or Frank's accounting or whatever. And now, and then they just kind of slowly start, because remember, corporations don't give a shit about minorities or women. They don't give a shit about it. They want your fucking money. That's what they want. So what's going to happen is the, quote, corporate management of Target 
will just become this like cabal of ever slow decreasing people. Mm -hmm. And they'll be imagining that they're making decisions, but then the actual operating company is a separate legal entity under the target name. And even there, you're kind of like, okay, but we need, if we need real shit done, we got to go to Bobby's computer networking because we can't find that. And I'm just wondering, yeah, they're going to have the brand name, but the real work and the real economic production is not going to be done. It can't be done by SJWs. They don't do any real work. No. So I think the future is the 1099 uh, superior race where, you know, hopefully you're like uh, David Little. I think he's he's an accounting uh, and he does it on his own or something like that. So uh, I don't know. We'll we'll find out. Uh, Dan Lennon for two bucks. Soon we can buy the Twin Cities for this much. <laughs> <laughs> I, have you ever thought bucks. about that, Cappy, just buying a city and making no, it? No, no, because you don't you don't you don't buy. The only way I would buy a city is like, okay, I own this now, and I am not under the law of the Minneapolis City Council. You don't own your property in large metro cities. The city council owns it, and they will tell you what to do with it. Hey, I got a got an article right here. You ready? Uh, St. Paul businesses burned in the Floyd upheaval, upheaval weighing next steps. Charred piles of rubble remain in the Midway neighborhood of St. Paul, Minnesota, where rioters torch businesses following the death of Floor George Floyd in Minneapolis. Buildings that were set on fire have been raised by the city using emergency funds. Now the owners of the burned businesses are struggling to get back on their feet as they weigh what to do with the debris. So the buildings were torn down by the city, but the city didn't haul the garbage away. <clears throat> do you know why the city hasn't hauled the garbage away? Because they don't have the people to do it. No, it gets worse. Uh, now the owners of the burn businesses are struggling to get back to his way, uh, what to do with the debris and decide whether they'll rebuild. Jim Stages lost his 100-year-old pharmacy business and got authorization from the city last week to start cleaning rubble. So this is a month and a half. He finally gets permission from St. Paul to remove the rubble. <laughs> it's an eyesore. He doesn't have permission, Okay. Now the city has granted him permission to take the rubble that the city didn't take away. He has kissed the ring. <clears throat> but Ramsey County, it's the county government now, the county that St. Paul sits in, put a halt to the removal when it learned the original contractor didn't have proper credentials to demolish a building with asbestos. So now this guy's got to wait until he finds the appropriate. I don't know if he's got to pull a permit or what. He's got garbage. On his property, the former building it was, and now a month and a half later, the city finally gave him permission to move the rubble, all right? But the guy says, oh, wait a minute. You don't have the right certification. Well, you government money has to go somewhere. You, you do not own your property in the Twin Cities. You don't own your property. You are paying rent to a bunch of fucking Marxist psychopaths who are jerking their little pussies off over at the city council. And that includes the male uh, city council members and mayors of both towns. I don't know. I think, I think uh, Jacob Fry and Melvin Foster trib a lot because there's are such fucking pussies. <clears throat> um, you don't own your property there. So you could say, and this happened in, in Detroit, like Detroit, there's like these destroyed buildings and properties and they could sell them for 10 grand, but the property taxes are like eight grand. It's like, and you don't get to do what you want. No way. No way. And so, and then the county, which isn't even the city, this is why you don't 
you don't live in the, like Milwaukee city. Say, oh, I don't live in Milwaukee. I live in Waukesha. I know Waukesha is Waukesha County. I live in what Menominee. You're still in Milwaukee County. You've got to get out of the county. Uh, Depart the, 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 the new contract. Yeah, here we go. Um, the new contractor will cost stages around sixty thousand dollars and won't be covered by his insurance. The St. Paul Pioneer Press reported. City spokeswoman Susan Donovan says officials have reached out to the businesses, knowing that because of the coronavirus pandemic, they may need more time to make decisions on what's next. How about you lift the fucking restrictions? You send down some fucking city dump trucks and you help them out, you dumb fucking assholes. But, Cappy, that's an easy solution. They're not looking for that. Uh, The Department of Security and Inspections, the Department of Planning and Economic Development, have been reached out to businesses to talk one-on-one. Hey, let's have a conversation. The city has been very sensitive to their individual processes. (laughs) Uh, And you know what? Some of these dumbass businesses will rebuild. They will. They'll go back there and rebuild. Well, I like my community. I grew up here since a kid. Oh, there's a bullet. But- <laughs> oh, God. Some people really deserve what's coming to them. No, they that. do. They do. I just I just don't care anymore. I don't. Uh, let me get up. I had Jericho flowers. All right, let me go to the. Let me refresh this here because I might have missed one. Um and then I gotta click. No, on Jericho this. is the the one up next. I know, I know, but I don't have it on my um wand. Jericho flowers, some smoke medical marijuana and enjoy the decline. Yeah, yeah, it's almost getting there. Even though uh, I'm Dutch, I'm not a fan of marijuana. I'm I'm not a fan of it either, but I've never had it. But if it prevents me from you know murdering people and lowering my it, blood pressure, I do you know that story about my dad and marijuana? No, hang on. Let me get through these super chats, though. Okay. All right. <clears throat> Josh Landrum, two bucks. Just sold my uh, VTX thirteen hundreds. Too big. Still got my Ninja. Well, that's the motorcycle I got. Are you are you a small guy like me, Josh? Because I'm only five eight, five nine, and it, it's a little big, uh, but I handled it just fine. Uh, Juan Cabrera. No, we're up to Friedman. Uh, for five bucks, I enjoy working with the illegals. They at least have the masculinity left in them. Oh, give it time. That feminism is coming for everybody. You can F around, call each other names. So you don't have to worry about HR. Yep. Yep. Uh, Ethan Sherfy for $10. Thank you for the generous donation. How much does the world's reserve currency status do for the United States? Could you estimate how long we will have it? I'm mostly worried about asset inflation. Well, asset inflation is already here. Uh, that's why tuition is so expensive. Cars are so expensive. Medical care is so expensive. And housing is so expensive because that's what we borrow money for. And you can print off all the money, but all the money inevitably finds its way into bank accounts because that's where it's deposited. And then banks lend that money out. They pull it together and lend it out on those four major asset categories. And that's why you you don't lend money out to go buy a gallon of milk. <clears throat> you do lend money out to buy a house. Yet. So, yeah, yeah. So asset inflation is already here. Um, how much will the world's reserve currency do? How, how much does it does? It saves our ass. It has so saved our ass for like the past, I'd say 30 years. It has saved our ass. Certainly since the dot-com bubble, certainly since then. Um, but what also saves our ass is that any rival country, namely China that could have provided an alternative currency, 
uh, is corrupt beyond all belief and have their own debt problems of a, of a different variety. Uh, and no one trusts them. Um, and there's not, show me another large economy in the world that's trustworthy, that has, that has a currency that'll be accepted globally. Russia isn't, isn't big enough. It's economy. I mean, Switzerland's got, you know, there's countries that have great economies, Norway, Switzerland, way more ethical, way, way less corrupt, but they don't have the economic productive, uh, reservoir to back up the currencies to make it a global currency. <clears throat> so it saved our ass. Could you estimate how long we will have it? No, I can't. Aaron, predict the future. If I could predict the future, I wouldn't tell any of you about it. And I just go buy whatever securities I would that would go up in the future. All right. Now here we go. Uh, Fred Freeman Sawell for five bucks on my social media. The slender women are either left-wing Chicago feminists or Midwestern Christian women pick Happy Don't Be a Millennial Month. Yes, Happy Don't Be a Millennial Month, where you can go and buy the book, How Not to Become a Millennial, on paperback, Kindle, and audiobook as well. Uh, Rob Fugolsky of the 1099 Superior Race. 1099er here, yard signs all over, claiming we believe BLM, science is real, water is life, love is love. Thank God I know my neighbors believe water is life. Bonsai tree and mountain, here I come. Yeah, what is science is real? I don't get that. I don't even want to know. That's going to be a very small font sign. We believe in BLM, science is real, water is life, love is love. You know what is ironic, by the way? Mm. You keep mentioning that guy from uh, Samurai Clampu with the bonsai tree, who turns out to be one of the most skilled murderers in that entire show. Yeah. Well, but he's like the ultimate bad guy. He's the fine. I don't even know if he's a bad guy, but he's like the he's the end guy that they got to kill. Mm-hmm. Gene has to take him on and almost dies. In- Didn't you ever see Samurai Champloo? Yeah, I did. Okay. I finished it like a couple of weeks ago. Pretty badass. Like he almost had to kill himself to kill him. Yeah. Pretty yeah it's, brutal. it's pretty good. Now, I'm, not, I'm not a fan of it as much as I am Cowboy Bebop, same director, but it, it was solid. But that, that badass middle-aged samurai, he just, mm. he just sat there chilling out his, but I have not met the, a warrior of my equal skill and da da da, and I'm like, yeah, I I could see that. Yeah, I'm just gonna. God, I just. The more and more I'm thinking about it, I'm thinking like, yeah, Central Europe in the mountains somewhere, some small Transylvanian village, and I just sit there and and I have it's. I just want a small little town square that I can go to, rent a small little room, and chill the fuck out. <clears throat> Someone come home. Yeah. Well, sort of. All right, so M2PG4, 10 bucks. I'm 6'3", 250-pound muscles, went shopping to a woke store. Girl at the counter could get, couldn't get rid of me fast enough while being smiling and chatty to women in front of me. They really don't want us. Yeah, I, I, I have what little I've paid attention to women in the real world. Like when you go out in real space, not on the internet, the internet, they'll let you know, they don't want you. We, we, yeah, we got it. Lady swipe, right? We, we got it. We got well, it. Even in the real world. And that's what I, that's what I've been trying to say. Like, mm-hmm. even when you get them out and you talk to them, it's either you're talking to a wall mm-hmm. because I'm not very up to date with what's hip. Mm-hmm. And frankly, I couldn't care less, but they're out. They, they either look to the ground, their screen, or as far away as possible from you. Let, let me ask, because you've been on dates uh, recently. Mm-hmm. Um, 
are women putting any effort to interact with you and ask questions about you? Or are you, are you literally looking at gals that are looking at their phone or no, like, no, no, they don't have their phone on the table. And if they do, I'm very short with that. Like, Hey honey, I'm here with you. Put the phone down. And right. yes, I use those words, put the phone I, down. I don't, I don't blame you, but I'm just wondering about half the time you could expect girls in the olden days to actually keep the conversation going. Mm. Half the time they'd stand there like a bump on a log. What's it like now? Depends. Depends really. Like some try to put the effort forward, mm. but most of it is it's uh, nails on the chalkboard. Like so pulling they're teeth, trying pulling teeth is the way. Okay, the so they're they're not they're not forthcoming. I could see nails on the chalkboard of the girls talking, but it's about painfully stupid shit. No, I can at least appreciate not. that because she's making an effort. But this is like you get one word of responses or an- question answers, and you follow up with questions. They don't expand. They don't follow questions back with you. Correct? Mm. Okay. All right. Then mm. yeah, it's <clears throat> I don't I don't know. And you know what? I don't care. No, you're happy. I mean, I'm happy. Ten years, something like that. 13 nice yeah it's it's not it's not all bliss i want to put every time i look it's like oh yeah no never (laughs) never bliss (laughs) yes yes as i've said before now get the fuck out of here the blue shoes are fine (laughs) first time i was on your show first time what's that that? first time i was on your show like you asked me if i'm behind my computer and i'm typing and I'm typing fast. What do you think I'm doing? Yeah, no, right. that, no. It, <laughs> well, that's the problem of Corona Chan and, and you know having to work at home. I mean, I, I I get that. You see somebody there, but it, but so and I know this is every guy. And just just so you guys know, which shoe do you like? I like that shoe. Well, why? Jesus fucking Christ! You want a doctoral dissertation? I like that fucking <laughs> shoe. Put it the fuck on. God, I'm going to die soon. I don't want to. What'd you do? Half my life was explaining why I had a preference instead of the bitch just shutting the fuck up and doing it. What do you want for food? I want salmon. Are you sure? No. Let's talk about another five minutes with my incredibly precious time. Another thing for whatever women are listening. If you want to, if you know, in addition to. The three, you know, be hot, be thin, long hair, don't be a Marxist, don't have other men's children. Let's just add, uh, take his first answer or don't question his first. His first answer is not a lie. Believe, I, I believe wanna, all men. When I he wanna says, talk to you, you don't talk to me. When, when he says, I want a sandwich, take him at face, believe all men. Okay, when he says, let's go see a movie, he says, let's go see. He's not lying. It's not a trick. It's just, yeah. Let's go for a bike ride. Are you sure? No. Now that you made me have this existential question as to whether I want to have a bike ride in the next 10, now I'm really thinking things a second time through. Because you know I'm patient, right, Jack? I have all the patience patience in the world. Most most patient man of the world. By God, man. The Pope, seriously. Pope could take an example from you. Anyway, so M2PG4, yeah. uh, Jack's kind of in the same situation. He's 6'1". No, 6'1". You're two meters. Okay, you're two meters. uh, Or a meat trace, as you guys like to call it. Meat trace. Meat trace. And he's jacked. And yeah, man, I, I don't know. 
Don't worry about it. Just go get your coffee and have a good old time. Twerp X Nation for five bucks. The black delegation declines your offer of fetching. Apparently not, Twerp X Nation. Go look at that gal's uh, Twitter follower or Instagram follower. It's all a bunch of the brothers and uh, what's the affectionate term for Middle Easterners? Because the black dudes are the brothers. The black girls are the sisters. I well, do we call know what our cousins before. <laughs> no, I don't call them that. No, this has to be a polite, uh, it's an endearing term. Oh, um, I don't know. All right. What are the, what are the Middle Easterners? I, they, you guys are all, I know maybe not you there, Torp X Nation, but you got to go talk to your actual brothers uh, and, and find out what's going on there. Uh, David Little for five bucks. I was a bait and switch because I'm single and have to work in the office and make $15 an hour with a 30 minute commute. Oh, okay. Yeah. We need, we need clear communications guys, clear communications. Um, yeah. If you're a bait and switch, get another job, always work security, always have that other job going. Um, so if you can go find another job, I'd do it ASAP. I had a paper route a while back. Oh, pretty soothing. Yeah. I mean, I like hiking, so I was like, and I live in the city center. I was like, why not combine the two? Yeah, but does that even pay a living wage? No. Yeah, it was I'm more talk- of a hobby. It was more. <laughs> I I can't recommend enough for guys like Dave and other people, um, where you go because man, bosses lie. They all yeah. fucking lie, and there's the bait and switch, and that's like the standard, not the exception. Or that when they tell the truth, it's the exception. And so you always have to have a backup, always. And so, yeah, Dave, if you can go work security, get your ass in the military because then it's do what we fucking say or else. And they're like, okay. And it's pretty simple. Be strong for five bucks. At the pandemic semi lockdown, address rehearsal for a new world order. Are they just trying to get Trump voted out of office? I, I don't mm. think it's either of them yet. I am. As we get closer, closer to the election, I'm starting to wonder. I um, wouldn't be surprised. I'll keep it at that. They had uh, that. Well, what's his name? Wrote the book because of it. Randy Bentwork, the Blasey Ford. Mm. Th- this gal just lied off her ass about something that did not happen 36 years ago. And now we're supposed to blindly believe it. This is this is to debunk or to throne <clears throat> a uh, Supreme Court justice. Um. That's not beyond the pale to keep this bullshit going on. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's within the same level of psych- psychopathy. And they uh, still bring her up as an example. Yeah, of what? They still do. Like, uh, oh. she, was, she was called out as a liar. She was proven a liar. Yet, oh, but that happened to her. Like, no. No. Again, why I'm going to find some small European village to chill out and, and live the rest of my days. Don't come here. So I don't think that's a new world order thing. Um, other country. And the reason I say is other countries specifically who I don't want to say our enemies, but our rivals like China and Russia, uh, they're doing stuff too, like this. Um, I don't think it's a new world order. I don't, I, and as of yet, I don't believe it's to get Trump out of office. I think it's basically uh, my honest opinion. And this isn't the sole explanation. I think you have a lot of a higher educated class with masters and PhDs in things like emergency management public health administration, a lot of government bureaucracy um, and bureaucrats who are employed in these fields, that this is their one time to shine and they will hold the rest of the country hostage if they have to, so that they can, you know, validate why they pissed away so much of their youth and time 
on a worthless master's degree in public health administration. I think I think that's what this is. But I have to go, by the way. All right. Sounds good. We'll see you later. Thanks for coming on, Jack. Yeah, no problem at all. See you soon. Yeah. See you. Uh, DJ Aftershock for two bucks. Dude, man, it's the ancient aliens behind this stuff. <laughs> I know. It's, it's I, I don't get into the the lizard people underneath Denver International Airport. Uh, Torpex Nation again for uh, five bucks. Nikki now has obese mannequins athletic. Oh, Nike has obese mannequins athletic. Right, yeah. The irony right there. Target came out with obese mannequins a while ago because most people are obese. And I get that. That makes some sense. That's because you're, you're, you're just advertising to your market there. I can see that. I can even understand why lingerie companies are selling the lie that fat chicks can be beautiful. I, I see how they're, I understand their money making. I understand the profit. Okay. <clears throat> Nike, which is presumably an athletic wear company, having obese mannequins. <laughs> why don't you have the cardiologist start advertising A&W bacon cheeseburgers next to us? Go ahead. Go ahead. See, but Torpex Nation, do you understand it's all about the feels? This is the, it's the last and final luxury good of Americans or the world is a lie, is to live a lie just so you can feel good. You're ruining your life. You're destroying your life. You're wasting your life, right? Whether it's stupid degrees, uh, being overweight, wh whatever. You're ruining your life. But as long as it, they will pay anything, they, they will give up their life. Look at all the gals that Oprah let off a cliff. Holy shit. They wanted it so desperately. And this was before the internet. Now Nike's in on the gig. Now, uh, uh, what's it called? Target's in on the gig. The lingerie companies are in on the gig. What? You'll give us money if we lie to you? Here you it's, it's Operation Evil for everybody. Matter of fact, none of you work hard to do it. Just go lie to people. Preferably women because they're more prone to lies and they'll spend more money. <clears throat> Scrolling back up. Let's get to the whoop, whoop. Wait a minute. There's Dan Lennon. There's the, okay, good. I didn't lose any. Dan Lennon, four bucks. Now only the oppressed can get these permits right. <laughs> can get those permits right. Yeah, yeah. I I uh he's referring to how the St. Paul people, there's still the city had come in and torn down all the burnt out buildings but they didn't take away the rubble apparently that's the responsibility of the property owner uh rubble removal is maybe paid for by your insurance unless there's asbestos and now these insurance companies are not removing the rubble and these people are about to individually remove the rubble from their property so maybe they could rebuild but then the county came in and stopped it because there might be asbestos in there and this is two months after the riots and the place was burned down Hey, guys, move to the big, oh, look, your socialist Democrat utopia come true. I want to be in the city where all the action is. You'll get a lot of action. <laughs> and I'm sorry, for what entrepreneurs and conservatives and Republicans and libertarians are just simply not leftists, for any of you that are still in the city, go fuck yourself. Go fuck yourselves, you dumbass motherfuckers. Leave. Fucking leave. I, I occasionally tune in to the Joe Souchere show. And oh, to use his word, he's precious. They're like, this is St. Paul, oh, it's our neighborhood. Oh, what are we going to do? Uh, leave? 
<laughs> Leave. Nigel, geez, the hardworking people of Minneapolis and St. Paul. There are no hardworking people in Minneapolis and St. Paul. It's just a bunch of students, government workers, and parasites and welfare bums. Maybe some drug dealers, too, and those are the productive members of that society. They're actually producing something and delivering a good. Fuck it. Leave. Have some self-respect. All right. Hang on. I'm having expectations of humans. I'm sorry. I forgot who I'm, I'm talking about, teen human. I'm sorry, guys. I thought, again, and I thought the stupid thought that people would think and conclude they should just leave. I, I erroneously thought that humans would have their heads out of their asses. My mistake. Won't happen again. Probably will because I'm just, my brain thinks logically all the time. <clears throat> it's really hard to think stupidly because it's the antithesis of stupid or thinking. Regurgitating, that's stupid. I could be like those fat broads out there the other day. You know, the dog rescue thing and oh my gosh, Trump's such a bad person. Harry Holbrook, five bucks. This is a town, Holbrook, Arizona. You might want to check it out, Harry. Clown world doesn't require acid. Strawberry social justice warriors forever. Oh, yes, we don't require acid as a drug. No, you don't. You don't have to see the crazy world. You don't really have to see it. You just have to go out and see it. You don't have to do any drugs. <clears throat> Speaking of Arizona, this wonderful picture taken by uh, Tucson, Arizona. Time lapse for five bucks. Have to wear a mask at the grocery store, but two blocks down there was a BLM protest. Estimated 40 people and none were wearing masks. Consistency. No, they don't. Are you asking questions again? Uh, Arsenio Fernando. Oh, uh, Athens, buddy, for 10 generous dollars. Shipping next week for Army Boot Camp as a heavy equipment mechanic. Thank you, Cappy, for the wisdom you share to us younger. Thanks, Arsenio. Thanks for the good bit of good news. Thank you very much. I'm glad, I'm glad there's a bit of good news today. I'm glad there's a bit of good news. <clears throat> 1985 NBC for four bucks. Big biz middle management is getting erased. Win. Yeah. Oh, that's that is dead weight. That is dead weight. Those guys are gone. Is that it? Do we get oh no? Oh, bearded's here. The bearded nemophilus. Hey, how you doing, buddy? Five bucks. Cappy tithes. Go buy an acid blonde cigar with it. I know how much you love. Oh god, no, not acid cigars. Oh. <laughs> Look, okay, I did an entire video on everything I knew about cigars. So if you're interested in starting to smoke cigars, go watch that video. But if you don't have time to watch that video, whatever you do, do not buy an acid cigar, okay? Drop the extra $1.25 and get something better, but you do not get acid cigars. Okay, I think that's it. All right, uh, let me take a break. I got a couple other items here and sponsors and all that. We'll be back. Hang on.
was thinking about because you guys have been so kind and generous. I was gonna take some of the money and go to the uh, go grab some food. And I was like, oh wait, the restaurant I want to go to won't. <laughs> I gotta get it to go. Otherwise, I sit there with. <laughs> I know you can do it, but it's just so stupid. It's like no, I, I, I no. <clears throat> That's the line. That's the line. Not gonna do it. Um. All right. Let's get through uh, some sponsors very quickly. Uh, that's not it. Here we go. Um, Red Pill Men's Health. If you guys kindly would go to Red Pill Men's Health. I think it's just redpillmenshealth.com. But if you search it, you'll find his site and his YouTube channel. Uh, Greg had me on his show. He emailed me. What did he email me about? I told you after your info, I was going to mention your contact information on one of the podcasts. But last week when I was recording this week's, so I forgot. So your info. Oh, okay. So he's he's plugging me. I'm plugging him uh, because that's what capitalists do. And uh, he has a real good uh, show, real good channel. Uh, not only because I was on it, but he's a good interviewer too. And I downloaded some of his stuff. It's pretty good. So check out that uh, channel, Red Pill Men's Health with Greg. <clears throat> if you're done tuning into Cappy. Uh, Rule Zero Vegas. Rule Zero Live, we're going to be in Vegas. I'll be one of the 10 speakers, I believe, if not nine at minimum. Uh, I'll be October 2nd through the 4th, I believe. If you'd like to attend, let me know ASAP. There are only two tickets left. They are $999, not $1,000. do not send me a check for $1,000. That, that, that causes accounting headaches. But if you want to attend, it's $999. You get me. I'm going to be doing uh, some new material uh, that I have yet to go research. It's always the preponderance of work I have in front of me. <clears throat> and uh, I will be, um, and it's going to be good. And my goal is to earn your money back where you'll be like, oh, okay, cool. Or at least heavily subsidized. Where, yes, you would uh, spend $999 for the uh, seminar. You got to pay for a flight. So you're, you're looking at a $1,300 outlay. I won't lie. But hopefully I'll earn you back some of that money with my seminar. And then there's nine other guys. Hopefully some of their advice and wisdom help you out. We got John Fitch, John Somnes, uh, Rich Cooper, Rolo Tomasi, Ryan Stone, Modern Life John, Troy Francis, there's myself, Sterling Cooper. Who's the 10th man? Anyway, so a bunch of people. And then, yes, we're all going to go hang out and do stuff afterwards. Every guy has their own event. Every speaker is going to have their own event. Again, mine is the Cappy Death March, where we'll hike up Bridger Mountain. And um, that's a 14-mile round trip. Hop. And we're like maybe 16 if we <clears throat> go all the way to Bridger Mountain. Uh, and you're going to want to be in shape for that. Otherwise, if you if, if you don't want to do that, which is perfectly fine, uh, there's other, you could attend the other guys' events. Modern Life John's going to have the Dude Bro house party on the Vegas Strip. Richard's going to rent uh, Ferraris and stuff. He's not going to rent them for you. You guys go rent your own Ferraris <clears throat> and drive around the desert. I don't know what the other guys are doing, but that's a uh, Sterling Cooper. I'm kind of curious what he's going to do. Cause he is a professional porn star. I, I, now that I think about it, I was thinking, is he going to do something porn really? I'm like, probably not. Cause he doesn't want to do his job all the time. He's probably going to do something else. I got to have him on the show. Uh, what else? Uh, if you would like to, um, get some other stuff, namely the road trip podcast. I have switched from Patreon to subscribe star. I just put that in the chat room down there. Right. 
and I've uploaded all the stuff I did at Patreon, just transferred all the files up, except for Sanity is the Future of Wealth. I know a couple of you have been asking for that. I will get that up there. Be patient. It will be there. Uh, so if you were on Patreon, you can't donate there anymore. I closed it down as much as I could. And now subscribe star is open. All proceeds go to my septic tank fund. And I'm not joking. All proceeds go to my septic tank fund. There's even a little chart there that shows you the progress towards the septic tank fund, which I ballpark at 7,500 bucks. So the money doesn't go to my Coke habit or this or that. If anything, it would go to my pokey bowl habit, or I take the nieces out and they have a sugar habit. But uh, yeah, for the most part, it's going to be going to the septic tank fund. Uh, so there's that there. Uh, Tom Likas is back. Wanted to give a shout out to Tom Likas. So uh, he's back on the air or on the interwebs. So go check him out. Uh, we also have howtogettegirls.net. I'm going to put that. Where'd it go? Here it is. Put that in the chat room there. Uh, that's how to run text game. All right. If And I, I won't lie, guys. You need it? I don't think so. But if you're really insecure and, I mean, you've just got zero to go on and you need at least a theory or a structure by which to to go and uh, um, text girls, I guess it's come to that. What? You got to text girls now because you can't just talk to them in the street. And you don't know 101. Here's your 101 text thing. How to get the girls.net. So I posted that in the links there below. <clears throat> Linda Gross's book. Uh, where did it go? I had it. The science of mastering women. All right. That is about the closest you're going to get to a cheat code to women. You're still going to have to work hard. You're still going to have to bust your ass. But if you want to read through that book, she goes through the math and the science of it. So get that book on Amazon, the science of mastering women. You can also check out Linda Gross's podcast. You just search Linda Gross podcast. You'll find her. She has a bunch of guys. She's a lot like Dr. Helen Smith. She is a doctor too. Uh, she's pro guy. <laughs> Uh, what else do we have? Uh, I don't need any of those articles. Let's get rid of those. What am I thankful for? I'm thankful for the fact it's no longer super hot and muggy. Twin Cities has been hit with high temperatures in the 90s, which for you Southerners isn't a lot, but we get insane humidity here because of all the swamps and lakes and the agriculture. And so we are more humid than Florida for a couple of days. <clears throat> it was absolutely miserable. So you couldn't come out. But now the humidity has gone away. And uh, that's all there. Uh, I'm not doing merch anymore. I will let you guys know when that comes up. We did Red Pill Men's. Oh, Better Bachelor. Check out Better Bachelor on YouTube. Search Better Bachelor on YouTube and listen to Joker. His name's Joker. He's got some great um, uh, content, great YouTube channel. And he's like the guy, you want to talk about a samurai who just checked out from the rest of the world and is now cutting his bonsai tree. Uh, he's doing that, but his bonsai tree is a bus that he is uh, retrofitting. <clears throat> and I think he wants to drive it to Alaska, which I can't much blame him. Uh, TFM, Turf Flinging Monkey. When you're done tuning in here, tune in to Turf Flinging Monkey on BitChute. He's not on YouTube. He's on BitChute. Uh, so he's got a good podcast, one that I listen to very regularly. I love his economic analysis. The other stuff is kind of like, okay, that's a little weird. Um, but it, it's, I like, I like, uh, oh, Shogun and Halsey and Roy. Um, he's, he's got a good crew of guys on there. 
Pretty high IQ too, I'd say, almost to a fault. And he's got a book out called 13 Rules Not to Be a Fucking Cuck. This, I would say, is mandatory reading for any of you high school boys out there. Any of you high school girls too. <clears throat> Young Gen Zers, get this book and read it. All right, this is the book your parents are probably not going to want you to read because you won't be a nice boy and then you won't do what mom says. And I just, just get the book. It's a, it's a relatively short book, paperback, Kindle, and audio book. I'm going to warn you two chapters I disagree with are about taking women's rights away, which I think was beyond the scope of the book. Not to mention I disagree with it, but I'm for the freedom of speech. You can, uh, you can say whatever you want. I don't have to agree with it. And he talks about sex dolls. So again, <laughs> what? <laughs> It's a different, it's a different, he's a different cat. Definitely a different cat. Uh, Terrence Pop, check out Terrence Pop, also on BitChute, and his book, Killer of Killers, a good sci-fi uh, post-life, the uh, death world comes into the real world, world of ghosts, but with a film noir detective whodunit kind of thing. The Killer of Killers, written by Terrence Pop. You can find Terrence Pop on BitChute. As well, investing equanimity, written by Eric Dolorey. This, if you're wondering, I want an investment strategy, and you're not going to listen to me about my index funds and all that. Consider getting this book. Um, this is a universal kind of one and done, a very simple investment strategy, and he analyzes it here as to why it works. It also educates you about economics and finance along the way. So whether you are a beginner or whether you are a little bit more of an advanced uh, economic philosopher, <clears throat> you will enjoy this. And this is I, honestly, if I'd say I'd probably get this book in conjunction with um, uh, Poor Richard's Retirement. My book, Poor Richard's Retirement, gives you the psychological energy to invest. It, it gets you to stop spending money. It basically destroys materialism. That's the number one selling point of my book, Poor Richard's Retirement. If you're spending more than you make and you like to spend less, go get Poor Richard's Retirement. I'm not going to say why or how, but I got the silver bullet in that book as to how you get rid of materialism. Give it to your wife. Give it to the ladies that are, you know, I need this. I need that. No, you don't read this book. Read it together. It does not say what to invest in. This says what to invest in. Cappy, what do I do with my money? Buy this book and read it. That's what I would do with that money. Uh, oh, we got the co coding school. Uh, Doors coding school. D-O-R-S coding school.com. I guess I'll put that in the discussion room here. <clears throat> There we go. And so I got a bunch of windows open. This is what I do. Uh, and then while you're at it, uh, he, he doesn't pay me. I just like to help him out every once in a while. My buddy Silvio Canto, C-A-N-T-O. He is a Cuban uh, escapee. He escaped from Cuba when he was 10 years old. And his family, through a funny, just, just interesting twist of fate, they ended up in Wisconsin. In Green Bay, Wisconsin, he ended up becoming a Wisconsin fan. And he wrote a book, a book about called Cubanos in Wisconsin. <laughs> now he went from being in communist Cuba to being a Green Bay Packers fan. And uh, he's got a great family, some sons that really turned out great. Uh, some of them are married now. He's a grandfather now. Uh, but check out his book, Cubanos in Wisconsin. He also has a podcast. For those who happen to be Latino, do we got a Latino or two that tune in? One or two, maybe? Uh, he covers Latino politics from a conservative standpoint, not just within the United States. He'll also talk Venezuela, Cuba, the Caribbean, Central America, South America. I don't think he covers Spain much. I think it's the, the, the superior hemisphere of the world, our hemisphere, the Western hemisphere. 
so if you are like, oh, what's going back at home? Or you just don't want to hear Marxists. Oh, we got to get free shit and everything. Because, you know, Peronista, or not Peronista. Was it Peronist? Was he the communist? Whatever. Uh, so check him out. Kanto Talk. C-A-N-T-O on Blog Talk Radio. Got that there. Um, I'll go through the rest of the sponsors later. Let me get through the super chats here. Are we caught up? Oh, no, we're not. <clears throat> what happened here, guys? Oh, wait, maybe we are caught up. Maybe the super chats are just... Man, YouTube could really improve their super chat interface. Just like it, it says, oh, you got all these chats. I'm like, no, wait, oh, no, I don't. Uh, the competent 10 for ten uh, for $10. I think hyperinflation is about to start. <clears throat> as incredible as it would seem, the Fed and everyone doesn't want to talk about spot shortages of gold and silver products and keep saying no asset bubble. I, we know hyperinflation has occurred. Housing prices a decade ago, 2010, bottom out more or less 11 years ago. The stock market bottom out 11 years ago. Housing prices and certainly stock prices are three to four times their value today. Do you really think the value and quality of a house has increased fourfold in the past 10 years? Have corporate profits increased 400% in the past 10 years? No, they haven't. Okay. Has the economic productive capacity of the U.S. economy, has our GDP increased 400%? No, it hasn't. We printed off, starting with Bush, certainly with Obama, and continuing on with Trump, we keep printing off more money. That money has to go somewhere and it ends up in asset prices because that's where banks lend money out to. <clears throat> and so that's where the hyperinflation is. Tuition anybody? Has tuition gone up? Has rent gone up? I know this is very complicated things for millennials to understand. There's even a chapter in here. Race, 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 politics, and students not most important work to work twice as hard. Um, I, I go into a lengthy explanation as to why millennials pay so much in rent. And, and you millennials brought it upon yourself in part for, uh, voting for Obama. It's not an opinion. That's not because I hate Obama or I hate socialists. You guys did it to yourself. There's no free lunch. No free lunch, motherfuckers. Get it through your head. <clears throat> so the hyperinflation already has started. Look, before I owned a property, before I became a homeowner, my rent was $333 a month. Now, admittedly, that was in 19, no, that was 2000. It was 20 years ago. I come out, now I got to rent again because I sold my place. It's $1,300. There has not been 400 20% inflation, 450%, 433% inflation in that 20 years. There, no way. No way. But we did lend a lot more money into the housing market. Now, didn't we, boys and girls? And all you people that voted for Obama, and when he literally tripled the money supply, the money went, oh, wow, housing prices tripled. Who saw that coming? Oh, this economist did right here. <clears throat> Um, and I don't, I don't know. I haven't watched the news as to why they're not talking about shortages on, on the paper, silver, and gold products. That's why I always buy, buy, uh, physical silver and gold. Well, I don't own any gold. Uh, it's just too pricey and it's not, it's not divisible enough. Uh, 
What are the details in Vegas in October? It's the second through the fourth. It's nine hundred ninety-nine dollars. You want to attend? Email me. I'll put my I'll put my email down here. <clears throat> you got to prove who you are. Um, you got to cut me a check. I won't. I will cash the check. I will not spend it though. The money will be held in escrow because you never know what's going to happen with the coronavirus. And ah, oh, what's his name? Governor Sislak. Holy shit. <laughs> Vegas used to be wild and crazy and gambling in the mafia of the casinos. And I was like, oh, no, no people. I feel bad for Baldoni. So, that, yeah, if you got, if you want to attend or you're interested, contact me. The Bearded Nemophilus for five bucks. Enjoy the cigar video on a serious note. Get a Drew Estate Kentucky Fire Cured Stick sometime if you want to try something unique. I have had those. Those are all right. They're all right. Not my favorite, but they are all right. Spencer for 10 bucks tithes. Thanks, man. Thanks for the 10 bucks. For 10 bucks, you get to say something. You get to say more. Thank you for that. Uh, David Little for five bucks. Thanks, Cappy. It's a compliance analyst in a medical field. I'm better at tech support. So fish out of water better than being at Sprint or mobile. I, I don't know, man. You just got to get another job, but you got to get it. Get, get the security job the late night security job because you don't deal with people. You can have the world's worst boss. You're never going to run into him. He's sleeping. <clears throat> you don't have clients to deal with. They're sleeping. Like the great, if you can get it, the 10 to 4 a.m. shift is the best. That's the best. Because there's still people around. And if you're in a building where there's like a nightclub or a bar, you still got to deal with people. If you can get 10 p.m. to 4 a.m., you don't see nobody. But midnight to eight is about the best. And you got to deal with people at, you know, like 7 a.m. Um, I locked myself out of my office. Can you let me in? Bitch, can't you see I'm working on my master's degree in computer engineering? <sighs> cool. Caught up there. Get a couple more sponsors out of the way. All right. Uh, BunkerBasics.com. Go to BunkerBasics.com with Bunker Bob where you can get all your prepping and survival needs. Go If you're like, oh, that's on your to-do list, go to Bunker Basics. That's it. Boom, done. Let's not waste any more of our time. <clears throat> Non-communist science fiction. Go to noncommunistsciencefiction.com. If you have these two things in common, you like communist, uh, you like science fiction, but you don't like communism. See, then you go to noncommunistsciencefiction.com where my colleague, Michael Kingswood, has written a ton of books, science fiction books, that it, it, they're not capitalist either. They're apolitical. They just don't have a political heart on lecturing you about, oh, the replicators got rid of da, 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 And all of Star Trek's captains aren't white men because that's how we do it. That's progress. Uh, academiccomposition.com uh, with this upcoming college semester. No one's going to be able to tell. How, <laughs> you don't have to attend physically. Dude, what are the, what are the controls going to be on online college? to prove whether or not you actually wrote your own paper, aside from them Googling text strings. So go to academiccomposition.com where you can have Alex and his team of writing staff write your papers for you. Also, if you're looking for a, a job, Alex pays writers and advertisers. They're not fun jobs. I mean, how fun is it writing lies and Marxist propaganda? It, that's why communists must be so pissed off. They got to constantly come up with all these lies they know aren't true. And they're just miserable, constantly lying to themselves. Big is beautiful. I have value just by merely existing. Oh, uh, anyway, so you could go there, write papers for them, 
and uh, do advertising for them. Not fun, but it pays. You could do it from home. What else? Pushing rubber downhill? <sighs> the blog, the podcast, the book. All three, Pushing Rubber Downhill with your good host, Adam Piggott. Um, he's had some good philosophical podcasts recently, so I should probably download and listen to that. Maybe I'll go for my big-ass walk. That's sunny out. Oh, I get to face the day. Yay. Oh. Yay. <clears throat> you guys here, here's a good, let's put a positive spin. I'll stop being sad, depressing, Cappy. Let me put a positive spin on this. You guys want a good flick that you probably don't know about? The Last Boy Scout with Bruce Willis and Damian Wayans. Um, oh, shit, we're alive. And Bruce Willis is, he spits out all this blood. He says, yeah, hooray. <laughs> Just a down and out gritty uh, L.A. cop movie. And he's not even a cop. He's a, he's a detective. That's a great movie. For the longest time, my second favorite movie. But that's a good flick. Just a good guy flick. Get that. The Last Boy Scout, 1989. Bruce Willis, Damian Wayans. Hello, furry Tom. Um, I was going with that. Anyway, so yeah, go work academic. Oh, Pushing Rubber Downhill. Uh, how the hell was this tied to Pushing Rubber Downhill? I don't know. Anyway, Adam's got a book called Pushing Rubber Downhill. That's a mandatory read, along with Bachelor Pad Economics, The Rational Male, and The Way of Men. Those are your four books for the Bible. I'd throw some of Roosh's Bang books in there as well, maybe Day Bang. But it's kind of interesting how that's kind of become outdated. Date, that requires, like, you got to be out in person. Nothing's preventing you from asking people out, but I think, especially for you younger guys, uh, I think it'd be too socially inappropriate. I think, uh, or at least jarring to, uh, ask women out in person. I mean, that, that's gotta, that's part of what I got to go and research for the seminar I'm going to be doing in Vegas. <clears throat> It'll be good. The data I'm going to be pulling is real good. Uh, anyway, so uh, check out my buddy's site, podcast and blog at pushing rubber downhill.com. And if you'd like out to help out the show, olderbrother.com slash donate. I got my Amazon affiliate program. So if you do all your Amazon shopping through there, that helps out a lot. You don't pay any more. I get a three to five percent commission now. They cut the commissions because everyone shops at Amazon anyway. Uh, there's a PayPal donate. You don't you don't get anything for it. And then there's Subscribe Star, which if you become a Subscribe Star member, there's a two dollar tier. It's the cheapest one I could give you guys. A couple guys threw in at the five dollar tier. Thank you very much. Uh, but it gets you access to everything. I may, if like you're a higher tier, provide something really fancy. I don't know. We'll find out. That's not. That's on the. The, the last on the to-do list, but it's actually a really good slick. They got a good slick organization. Uh, they got a good system there. Uh, that was, uh, and Patreon had a good uh, interact user interface as well. It's just too bad that they just became what, genuinely racist where it's like, we're going to give black people money. Uh, we're going to prefer to give preferential treatment to black, uh, black patron con uh, content creators, which good for them. I'm sorry. Draw the line there. We're okay. Affirmative action. Okay, fine. But this one where it's like, yeah, we're uh, okay. Fine. No, no, done. Done. Um, so anyway, if you wanted to go there, subscribe star, you could do a one-time donation too. <clears throat> and that's about it there. Black Brigade Debrief, go to blackbrigade.org and tune into the Black Brigade Debrief where my good buddy DT has, I think, a three times a week podcast. 
I think I was almost as angry as DT this morning. Maybe that's I was almost as angry as him. And I think we did. That's it. That's it. Cool. All right. Anything else? No, no, no. Boom. Okay. Oh, what I want to do. <clears throat> St. Paul business. We talked about that. Um, you know what? Let's call it a day. I was going to do some asshole consulting, but my throat needs a rest. And and you guys, thank you very much for all the donations. Uh, wish money could buy happiness. Just like, hey, here's this pill. Play. It's happy cappy. What's going on, guys? Uh, so that's it. Uh, if you kindly would check out the books I got online uh, for sale, how not to become a millennial paperback, Kindle audio. Uh, I wrote the original of this. Vince Barrick has bought and published it. He has made some edits. It's still 95% cappy. All right. A lot of you look, what? and I sold it for very good reasons and made a lot of money doing that, <clears throat> but still some of my best work. Uh, and I would, to be perfectly honest, I know you think, oh, is it for millennials? Is it for boomers? It hates on everyone. It tells everyone to look in the mirror and and get their nuts out of their mouths. Uh, but this is the foremost and best piece of political philosophical work on the market today. And that I do stand by. This I'm sick and tired of pointing out political ideas, philosophies, observations. And like, hey, that emperor doesn't have any clothes. No, look at it over there. And no one's like, oh, hey. Did you know the Russians were trying to influence elections? Can we get past that now? And I mean, really, this is this is online, but you know, like worthless. Who's going to pay attention to it? We already talked about Randy's book, Batch of Pad Economics. I already talked about. <clears throat> Here's one for your reading. Any of you guys are new, tuning into the show, always getting new readers, new followers. If you guys would share with people, I'd really appreciate it. Get the book, Curse of the High IQ. If you're tuning into this type of show, uh, that book is for you. Talks about all the pains and drawbacks of having a high IQ. Reconnaissance man, when you guys uh, want to go travel to the United States, which now is a great time to do it because the coronavirus is keeping us all at home, go get the book Reconnaissance Man. Save yourself the money and gas, like literally 100 times the amount that you're going to spend on this book. Worthless, the young person's indispensable guide to choosing the right major. Go ahead and get that book. And then if you want, get some of my best of books where I take a compilation of all my best blog posts and I put together in a big compendium like this. So that way, if the Google decides to delete my podcast or my channel, they, we still have the, they, if in essence, if they decide to burn my books, which is what that is, well, they got to have to burn the real book too. So here's a con And then there's other, the best of captain capital is a top shelf. Just go to, uh, <clears throat> amazon.com. And if you search me and my, author page you get all what else we got oh uh enjoy the decline <laughs> that's a book to read nowadays and the black man's got out of poverty because once again i am a racist <clears throat> because i'm a white man that wrote a book to help out black men that's i am a racist god almighty <laughs> all right we'll see you guys later toodles